started. It's the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Crash. We opened the lid <gasps> and a fireball oh flew out. <laughs> Mars. Somebody's first initial was S and their last name was spelled K-A-N-C. Oh. So in, oh. in the email, it was just <laughs> Ginge. Would you kill a ladybug? No. But just like a little weird beetle? Yeah. See ya! <laughs> Producer Haley. Well, you're the cream queen, so I wouldn't know. Please don't call me that. <laughs> you earned it, Haley. You earned it. And you. The Now family. And then my buddies were like, oh, just take the panel off. Like, do this, do this. I'm like, um, no, thank you. Like, I'm gay. Like, mm. <laughs> And then like, I, I like ended up having to go to the dealership. It was $300. 300 yeah. bucks? It is. It's $300. <laughs> it's showtime. The Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Right now. Hey. Happy Tuesday. Good morning. Oh, Ginge, you got sparkles in your eyes. Happy Tuesday to you, too. Do I? <laughs> Were you oh, at the yeah, club last night? Face. You clubbing again? Uh, do I smell like cupcakes? <laughs> Very specific club. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what to explain. I don't know how to explain it. Oh, just sparkles showed up. You didn't uh, didn't uh, deal with glitter last night? Maybe it's just jackets? Well, they're on your face. Did you <laughs> wash you your face dressed? this morning? I did, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, we have a new soap. We have seasonal soap. Oh, that's what oh. it is. With sparkles I don't in know. it? Oh, my God, that's terrible soap. Yeah, because you've got sparkles all over your face. It's everywhere. Oh. For real? Yeah, for <laughs> you real. <do. laughs> Even on your lips a bit. Yeah, because it's like... <laughs> It's like hand soap, but I yet remember last week I was playing with my back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I realized that uh, uh, the one couch in our yeah. house, the one downstairs, is like nice for my back. Oh, so I've been sleeping the last couple nights. Oh my god. Uh, well, at least last night, and yeah. then I used that new soap this morning because oh. I wasn't in our regular bathroom. Sure, oh. yeah, yeah. So maybe that's it. Am oh. I that shiny? I'd be livid if I went to someone's house and had glitter soap. I'd be like, no. Yeah, it's everywhere. <laughs> my hands aren't glitter. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, maybe you, it's the couch. Maybe because when you turn your face, like it's in your hair, it's in your beard, it's under your eyes. <laughs> maybe is it just the, one side? Maybe it's in the couch. <laughs> maybe your kids glitter bombed you. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's so much Top Christmas stuff everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe it's on the couch. Maybe yeah. it is. Oh do have, no. Do you have a tree near the couch? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's it. what it is. Or oh, a cat drags some uh, sparkly maybe. stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> you slept. Okay. A, you slept on your left side, right? Uh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you Uh-oh. can see it. That's funny. Yeah. It, you'd only when, it only see, like, shines when you turn your face a certain way. When the light catches it. Yeah, when the light catches Just it. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. when you see it. It's a good side. Well, yeah. It, it works well, because it's very festive here in the studio now. Very. We have, we have a beautiful tree. Yeah. And, oh. and guys, your gifts have arrived. What are oh. they? Look at the size of oh, those. Oh, wow. Those big three. I didn't even see them. Like those. <laughs> I did not even see the tree. You didn't see the tree? Well, although it's not lit up. Here. Well, I climbed under there to figure out how to turn it on, and I can. It's plugged in. I, I don't know. Crash on it. I'm on it. Let's get it going. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to. Is it lit? I don't see any lights. Yeah, I don't see any lights either. Is it strung or is it, it pre-lit? It might be pre-lit. Oh, I see them. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. I don't think it works. I didn't no. even notice the tree. Well, it's plugged in. That's what I mean. I was under there earlier. Is there a little, is there like a little lever no. guy that you got to push? No. Like a no. button? No. What kind of junk is this? There's yeah, no I, I don't think well, you can turn it on. Right here. It's not doing anything. Oh. It's lit up. Yeah, I think it's broken. Might be uh, broken. Still looks nice. Why did they give us a broken tree? Yeah, but you can't put a tree in the studio and not have it light up. It's to light a Christmas tree. Presents are nice. Yeah, they're, they're, they are nice. They look good. Pro and Tim did a great job. 
mm-hmm. minus the tree being the other tree. <laughs> yeah, minus like you gotta put lights on a tree. I'll cut the wires after the uh, the button is all lit up, like it's got a green light on it. Oh. Well, yeah, I was under there earlier. Oh, I bet I bet there's not plugged in. I bet it's pre lit. They're not like. What? Plugged, you know what I mean? What Sometimes do you mean? Sometimes those pre-lit ones you gotta like oh, plug like together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, whoever yeah. put the tree together didn't plug it in? Maybe they just missed one, yeah. I remember last year it was an issue. Uh, engineering was worrying about it overheating in the studio. Oh. oh. So they won't well, let much? us light it? <laughs> but we think just that snip tree the light off. I don't think that LED tree is throwing off much heat. I don't yeah. know, man. It was a concern. <laughs> oh, God. I think there's a hundred other things that could light fire in oh. here before that tree will. If it was a concern, it, w- it wouldn't be plugged in. But it is plugged in and the, the little switch does have power. I guess we'll find out yeah. when people show up at work. Oh, yeah, when we go to commercials, I'm ripping it apart. Okay, great. Okay. Must be Good. missing a connection inside. Just like, if it won't light, throw it in the hallway. Yeah, I'll give it a hearty shake first. Yeah. Give it a kick. Yeah. You know, Christmas stuff. That's right. <laughs> We'll throw it outside yeah. if it doesn't <laughs> if it doesn't light up. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember uh, last week uh, I was talking about uh, my hate of scheduling things yes. because oh yeah, uh, good stuff always happens when I schedule. Yeah. Uh, well, it's happening today. Why? Because I I made a doctor's appointment for today. Yeah, sure. And this is with the world's worst doctor that they're always three hours late. Yeah, uh-huh. so right. I so love you're... sitting in this clinic for many hours. So you're there for five hours today. Five, it's sure. a five-hour endeavor. Yeah. Yep. And I knew this would happen. Why? Today is an absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. freaking day that you would want to be outside. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. now I'm going to be stuck in this damn clinic for five what hours. What time's your appointment? Like two thirty. Oh, yeah. So I'm blowing. I'm blowing prime time here. Yeah, you're, you're blowing miss- prime time. Yeah, the temperature is going to be nine today. Yeah, you're going to miss the sun going down, buddy. What a freaking waste of time. Well, then cancel it. No, I need. I need pills. Well, then stop bitching. <laughs> well, I'm just sharing. <laughs> you Jones inform? Is that it? Yeah. Well, oh. I got. I got two left. I'm shaking the bottle last night. I'm like. I'm like. Oh no. But of course, of all days, couldn't pick Thursday. Yeah. Couldn't pick Thursday. I guess. It's not going to be nice tomorrow either, hey? No, we're done no. with this. We're done. <laughs> well, three today's, degrees tomorrow. Today's the day. Aw, oh, buddy. Yeah. Two degrees Thursday. That's mm-hmm. not too bad. It'll be the last not great day of this year, though. It'll be the hottest rest of the temperature this year. Exactly. We're not going to surpass it. No. 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 Yeah, I think we're never going to touch nine again. Wow. Until March. Summer. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Well, maybe you'll luck out and you'll be in and out oh. in like half an hour. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Can you show up late to them? No, and I thought about that. I thought about like calling or at least like show up, check in at the front desk and just leave. Sure. But then that, that'll be the one time where they're like, sorry, we were calling you and you didn't show. You yeah. weren't here. So we went with the next. Are they just giving you a new script? Is that it? Or is it a whole thing? It's a whole thing. Oh, you got to answer some yeah, questions. I gotta, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Otherwise, I could just go to the pharmacy and get a refill. Yeah. Right. No, I'm out of refill. You can't go to the pharmacy to get a refill for sleeping pills? No. No, you have uh, to go and No, right on the bottle, it says no. Oh, Where really? Get, yeah. Go so in I, person. Yeah, I need to go and talk to them. Oh, that sucks. And it'll prove you're not addicted to them? I guess. Is that it, basically? Yeah. Pretty much, I guess. See if they're working, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, some see. He doesn't really ask questions. He's like, what do you want? He's like, what are you doing here? But I mean, oh the fact God. you want more indicates that they're doing something for you. Yeah. So I think they're yeah, like, oh, give me some more. That's it. Yeah. There's making sure you're not uh, yeah, liking sure. them too much. Maybe. Yeah. People are saying, call the pharmacist before you go. Mm. I did last week. Oh, you did? Yeah. And they oh, said no. They said call no. Again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Get someone else. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I'll be I'll be sitting in a clinic near you. It just <laughs> well, because I know you want to ride your bike because it's going to be nine. Why yeah, don't you ride? It's going to be a gorgeous day. Why don't you ride your bike to your doctor's appointment? Oh, there you I don't go. want to do that. It'll probably get stolen. Oh yeah, probably. Oh, it's not oh, yeah, a right. great neighborhood either. Oh no! Can you bring your bike into the doctor's? Oh, office? I don't think they would want that. Why not? It probably gets stolen in there too. Those poor ladies at the front, man, they take a beating. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Can, yeah. can you just ride your bike before the doctor's appointment? Like it's two thirty, right? You got yeah, we got a bunch of stuff to do yeah, here we first. Yeah, we'll be out here till like noon. Yeah. yeah. Noon? Yeah. Oh, easy. Easy? Yeah. <laughs> when are you going to be here past noon? Until noon on Monday. We'll yeah. be here till noon today. Yeah. Recording some wonderful shows. We've got a lot of voice tracking to do. I'm so sorry. Lots we'll of, be here for a bit. Lots of Christmas shows. Yeah. Christmas themed shows. we got to pretend it's Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah, I get, I get to do that today. The worst part about the those clinics is you wait forever in the uh, like the front uh, area. Mm-hmm. And then they finally call your name. You're like, thank God. And then they put you in the room and then you're hiding in the back for a long yeah. time. It's usually half and half. Yeah, it is usually half and half. Yeah. Usually, because you're do, like, oh, nice, I'm getting into a room right yeah. now. I'll do like two in the front and one in the back. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? I don't know if I'm sure. Two, two hours mean. in the front of the clinic uh-huh. and one in the back in the office. Uh-huh. What is, is that all psychological? No, I time it. No, but why do they do it, I mean? Because <laughs> oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. They I, do. They move know. us to the tiny room. Yeah, yeah. Is that just for our own headspace to feel like things are happening? Maybe. They're like, you're at your breaking point, so here you go. Because they must know when about the doctor would be coming by. Yeah. Right? They should. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Or they just like to keep those rooms occupied so they can jam more in the waiting room? Oh, maybe. Is that the idea? Yeah. Keep the waiting room there's only moving. so much space around? Yeah, it could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got... I have no idea. Uh, this text says you can call the doctor office and asked them to ask the doctor? I did. Oh. You called the office too? Yeah. Well, yeah, when I made the appointment, and I'm they like, said this no? is all I need. And she's like, no. Oh. And I'm like, duh. Oh, really? oh, buddy. <laughs> that sucks. Like, this will speed things up. So then I'm not taking up rooms. Oh. So is that when, is that is it the person gatekeeping the doctor? Is that who's preventing you from getting the script easier? Maybe. Should I? I'm going to ask this time. Yeah, you should ask the doctor. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, who's who's preventing me from getting these pills? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Can you give me like four refills? Well, he gave me three last time. Oh, he did give you three? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Eat those pills. <laughs> oh, I see the problem. <laughs> I see the problem now, too. Three refills? Yeah, I already did. Uh, but I, I got them all filled at once, though. So I had a big bottle. Yeah, what? <laughs> I know he the pharmacy. them every day. The pharmacy is like, oh, do you just want me to do all of them right now? I'm like, sure. And then I had a jumbo bottle. Oh. I'm like, sweet, let's do this. Maybe he's going to try and uh, wean you off them now. Oh, my God. I'll slap him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Because there is, like, there's different levels of sleeping pills, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got stuck in a sleeping pill conversation this afternoon. I mean, this weekend with some people who couldn't sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were talking about there's like the daily ones. Yeah. But then there's ones you're supposed to take like only once in a while. Sure. You can't take them because they're intense. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you know, yeah. It feels like you're already maybe stepping back if well, you're yeah. on the dailies. Well, and I, I do uh, think I need a stronger one. Oh. Yeah. Like these do okay, but. Oh, well, then you absolutely have to go and talk I to know, your doctor. I know. Because then he's got to give you a whole different medication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. good thing you've got an appointment. Yeah, I'm in, I yeah. guess. I just missed the last best day of the year. Yeah. Eeyore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're like a little kid who just wanted to play ball with his friends I after know. school. I know. It's just like my childhood. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Duh, it never ends. People are on sleeping pills, though. Look at all the texts that are coming in. This one here at 56789 says, Crash, what sleeping pills do you use? I'm on the Trazodone train. 
Uh, oh, I forget mine. I think I was on Trazodone for a while. Were you? Yeah, I was having sleeping pill or sleeping issues when I first started doing the morning show. Yeah, that's because your everything gets thrown out of whack. Yeah, I had a hard time adjusting to the uh, the hours, mm-hmm. and that helped a little bit. But they were whew. were they strong? They were so strong. <laughs> Uh, if they're the same ones that the the texter mentioned, uh, they I took one about a little bit too early before bed one night, and I thought I had a little bit more time to get ready for bed, and it hit me while I was in the shower. <laughs> I was like, oh, I need to go to bed. Oh, <laughs> my God, yeah. Does it hit that hard? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You, it feels like you're drunk. Yeah. Like, your vision kind of gets all wonky. Like, it's kind of hard to, like, really focus on where you're going. Yeah, I melt fast. Yeah, it feels like you just did, like, six tequila shots. <laughs> you need to go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got uh, max 45 minutes. Yeah. When I take it to the 45-minute mark, I'm melted. Uh-huh. That's your window. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you wake up when you're on a sleeping pill? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can weird. wake up and go pee Like in the middle of the night? Yeah. Yeah. And then I go back to sleep immediately, which is, yeah. that was my biggest problem. Because before I would get up and then lay there for a good three hours. Right. And I'm like, go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this text here, 5679 says, I'm also curious as to what crashes on. I'm on Doxapin. Oh. I know. I'm wow, trying there's to so figure many it different out. ones here. Yeah. There's a bunch. Do you need to make sure that you get to bed in time? Like, do you need at least six, seven, eight hours if you're taking a pill? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, can you only yeah. have like, uh, only, I'm going to have time for five hours tonight. Yeah. I need to get to sleep. I need to take this pill. But if you take the pill, are you groggy after you wake up for a while? Then? Yeah, that short time frame? Yeah, you'd probably mm-hmm. be a little You would groggy. be, hey? You need enough hours. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. need, yeah. Like at least six kind of thing? Yeah, but you're not waking up like, like... Like uh, like Z-Quil drugged feeling. Right. You're just waking up, you're like, oh my god, I'm tired. Oh, like how everybody feels. Yeah. Like where you just don't want to get yeah. out of bed. I just find Z-Quil makes you feel like crap. Yeah, Z-Quil sucks. Oh, the god. nighttime Z-Quil, yeah. Um, See, I liked Z-Quil. Z-Quil was fine. Yeah. We got the Zopiclone gang texting in. The Doxapin. What else we got? on the app. Hit me with them. Uh, Marzi mentioned the Trazodone. Yeah. Trazodone, Zop, Yeah. Do you ever get uh, sleep paralysis when you take them crash? Uh, no, no. This one, uh, no. This one, I can move my body. Yeah, because I used to get sleep paralysis. Yeah, I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I, not be able to move. Oh my and god! I would freak out. Yeah, yeah. There was. A, I know it was in my brain, uh, but one morning I woke up and I heard somebody go, "Haley," in my oh ear. My, oh what? my god! It scared me, and I'm like, I'll just pretend to go back to sleep. It's not a big deal. And I woke up the next morning and you could see where my heart rate spiked. Oh my God. <laughs> I was freaked out. Oh. So, you know, I, I think I quickly went off those after that happened. Yeah, I would say yeah. so. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I think I like moving my body. I don't want to be paralyzed. Yeah, you're like hallucinating. Yeah. And want, it, it was oh. like right in my ear. Oh, yeah. crazy. I want oh. my brain to be paralyzed, not my body. No. Because <laughs> I was just like sweating aggressively. My heart rate was increasing. I'm like, maybe if I just go back to sleep, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, like when a demon is like trying to sing you a lullaby <laughs> that could be quite terrifying yeah yeah i'm on day vigo oh day vigo day that's vigo fun. that's the one that yeah. is a i'm not pushing it or anything i'm just saying sharing that's the one i'm on yeah yeah i'll push your research <laughs> day vigo i wonder if that's like another name for like a trazodone or a zofloclone or that's uh, lemborexent <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It is lemborexent. Mm. Wow, there's so many different things, hey? Oh, yeah. It belongs to a class of drugs known as sedative hypnotics. Oh. Oh. What's that? That's fun. Like, when I first I started... pills? Yeah, when I first started taking it, it worked all night. But You uh, got used to it. Yeah. Yeah, months into it. Now, I guess my body's body like... Body needs more. Yeah. Give yeah. me more. Oh, I wonder if he'll switch you up then. Yeah, maybe. We'll there's see. a lot of people in the app this morning and texting that uh, have to take a sleeping pill as well. Yeah. 
That's wild. Mm-hmm. Sleep is hard. It is really hard. And we need it. Yeah, we need it. Yeah, doctors all agree. Yeah. We need yeah. sleep. All these these companies, Dave Vigo, they recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you'll be on something new. Maybe. Maybe I get to try something yeah, new. Yeah, maybe there's is there different strengths to Dave Vigo? I don't know how this stuff... Can you get like, as, you know, like there's extra strength acetaminophen. Sure, yeah, is yeah. extra strength... Dave Vigo? Can you get Night Vigo so it actually like helps you? (laughs) That's the problem. (laughs) Hey, Doc. Hey, Doc. Oh, my gosh. He's like, oh, no, I gave you the wrong one. Yeah. (laughs) With so many people listening on uh, sleep medication, could someone just drop off a loose baggie for you to tide you over so you can can enjoy the day, cancel today's appointment? I have done that years ago. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. You did? You got it from a sales? Uh, Yeah, we had a sales uh, lady that was on them. She's like, try these. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, let's do this. Hers were so powerful. Those ones you would cut in half. Oh. And do a halfer. Oh and then God. it was like, boof. that would be more like Haley's sleep paralysis. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah, hear the, demons whispering in your ears. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. A lot of people have um, really good luck with like CBD gummies and stuff. Yeah. It doesn't even touch Crash. Crash doesn't even oh, know he's like. I get an old bag of those. Yeah. Do anything. It's like it's like eating Sour Patch Kids for Crash. It They're, doesn't yeah. do anything. They are mm-hmm. tasty. <laughs> yeah, they do. do they help you sleep, Haley? A little bit. Yeah, they're not like anywhere near where the sleeping pills used to be, but uh-huh. they help a little bit. They help my body relax because mm. I'm a jaw clencher, so oh, yeah. it relaxes my jaw. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. and everyone else is saying just smoke a joint, crash. Yeah, that also works. Um, I went through that. <laughs> he, he I tried have, that. It kept you awake. Oh. Well, I, yeah, I did morning. have ones that made me uh, go to sleep. Too, yeah, I just wake up. Uh, I find I wake up really groggy. Mm. Smoke two joints. Yeah, like you feel yeah. like you got stoned. Yeah, I feel like I partied. Yeah, I'm like, damn it, I don't want to feel like this. <laughs> yeah, no, because you, you, you want to go to work sharp. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get be, it. Oh, we gotta be on, guys. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Well, you just, I don't, you don't want to go in like feeling like you smoke joints. I get it. Just make it your constant. <laughs> make it your constant. <laughs> then no one yeah. will know. Then you never notice a difference. It's a whole shift, man. Oh. Just got to commit. It'll take me about a week to do the whole shift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just get chronic for uh, one week off and then come back and smooth sailing. There you go, man. Problem yeah, yeah. Done. Yeah. Other yeah. people are talking about melatonin. Careful on that melatonin stuff, guys. Mm-hmm. Careful on that. That's, there's a lot of information coming out about melatonin that it's not great. Mm. Mm. Causes like depression and stuff. So be careful. Be bottles of it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever you can find that works for you. Good guess, on yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. Sometimes you got to try a whole bunch of different things to figure uh-huh. out what's what's working for you. Uh, but yes, I am missing a gorgeous day today. It's going to be nine and a mix of sun and cloud. Stunning. Yeah. Three tomorrow, two Thursday, minus three Friday. Oh. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Uh, traffic looks good. I don't have anything to tell you guys about. If you do happen to see something, definitely give us a shout. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Let's get to some news here for you guys. It is Tuesday, December the 5th. So with the lack of snow and the beautiful temperatures like Crash was talking about, the city of Edmonton says that they're going to be saving about $5 million due to, well, there's no snow. Oh. There's no ice. Mm. We would have blown typically $5 million already. By now, yeah. For the month of November with snow. Yes, that's wow. correct, yeah. Mm. The city's snow and ice maintenance crews are welcoming a chance to deal with work for which they trained following a slight snowfall on, what was that, Sunday night overnight? Uh-huh. Um, and then it all melted away, so... 
back at home they go. <laughs> the relatively high temperatures, uh, and they look like they continue. The city says that November was the warmest and the driest on record and has led to the reassignment of infrastructure staff who would usually be dealing with snow to other duties. So what are they doing instead of clearing snow? Well, they're back to fixing the potholes. Nice. Hey, so that's nice. good. That's good. Crews repaired more than 15,000 of them last week alone, adding to the 620,000 plus fix so far this year. They've also assisted in picking up 3,000 bags of litter. Now, this isn't garbage pickup. This is literally walking around the city Terrific. and picking up garbage that isn't making it into the bins. Perfect, yeah. Cleaning up 60,000 kilograms of waste from vacant homeless camps, repairing sidewalks and shared use paths, and adding mulch to shrub buds. Wow. Wow, we're mulching right now? Oh, yeah, we're mulching. Damn. We are mulching. Mm-hmm. So the city's still employing people. Oh, yeah. Which is great. Yeah, yep. they they No one's missing them. money. So what are we, just saving money on salt? It's um, $5 million in salt savings? They say that $4 million has been saved yes. on contracted snow plows. Yeah. Oh. $1 million alone on fuel to run those oh, wow. snow plows. Yeah. Maintenance. Maintenance is in there and overtime pay as well because if the snow falls, they work until it's gone. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's how much money they've saved so far. Now, that's not to say that we're out of the woods yet because are we going to see snow? Probably eventually, I would imagine it will get a snowfall that will stay. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. I would imagine. I would imagine. Not for the next seven days, but uh, right. eventually. Eventually? Yeah. So are our plow pals happy about this? I guess if they're still employed, yeah. Well, but they, they say usually, when they, they, don't usually to, when they contract out, it's not just like, you're snow alone. It's like, if you're not doing snow, here's a list of other things you're you doing. You're part of the department you're of part of the whatever. department, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. And for the next seven days... No snow. Mm. Did I see snowflakes, though, overnight? Yeah, 30%. Oh, yeah, so no. No snow. No. That's Adam, crazy. This weather would um, decrease the amount of potholes coming, too, right? Yes, because you're not that, freezing the cement. Yeah. 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 It's that freeze-thaw cycle. Yeah. Good time to catch up. That's what they blame on, isn't Yeah. So come spring, we'll have no potholes. Uh, if this is the way winter is. Keep fixing them. Imagine. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just imagine. All right, for those of you who are fans of Jay Woodcroft, it, there's rumor that the former Edmonton Oilers coach may not be out of a job for very much longer. After getting let go by the Oilers in early November, after a 3-9-1 start to the season, Woodcroft has hit the job market with an impressive resume. And after he relaxed, had a couple scotches, smoked some cigars, started handing out that resume mm-hmm. a little bit, even though he's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. While acting as head coach, Woodcroft had the best points percent in Oilers franchise history and he put that right at the top of his resume. It's right there for everybody to see. And uh, in a recent column, there's rumor that the Ottawa Senators president of hockey operations and current interim GM Steve Stales is considering hiring Woodcroft as the team's head coach. Oh, wow. Stales was an ex-Oiler, so they have, they know each other. Uh, uh, right, yeah. I'm very familiar with each other. Stales apparently was a big fan. There was talk of Stales becoming what Jeff Jackson became here. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah, Stales was thought very highly of here. Huh. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. So is it going to happen? It absolutely might. Mm-hmm. We'll just have to wait and see. Good for so, Woody. Could be ending oh. up in Ottawa. I remember yesterday we had that story in the news about the pilot who had to take over the airplane when another pilot became incapacitated, but he was traveling as a passenger, not as a pilot. There's more to the story? No, I just experts weighed in on whether or not um, a non-pilot could land that plane, and the answer is absolutely not. Well, 
Picture this, you're nestled comfortably in your seat, cruising towards your holiday destination, when a flight attendant's voice breaks the silence, saying, ladies and gentlemen, both pilots are incapacitated. (laughs) Are there any passengers who could land this plane with the assistance from air traffic control? If you think you could manage it, you're not alone. A survey is out that says that one-third of adults think that they could safely land a passenger aircraft with air control's guidance. Among men... The confidence level rose to 50% of dudes said, I will do it. Well, because we've all done Microsoft Flight Simulator. We know the controls. Apparently it's pretty accurate, right? So can a person with no prior training simply guide everyone to a smooth touchdown? Well, we've heard uh, a ton of stories of them. Uh, as of late, and it looks like the answer is no. A pilot spends about 90% of their time monitoring the autopilot systems and making sure everything is working as intended. The other 10% is spent managing problems. And you guys don't know what problems or how to manage them. Oh, yeah, yeah. You just uh, radio down to uh, the air traffic control center there, the tower. Right. They'll, they'll walk me through it. Set I my airspeed. don't think they can. Trim wheels up or down. Probably down. Down right? when you're See, landing. So far, yeah. so good. Yeah, so far, yeah, yeah. So good. They okay. also say that takeoff and landings are the most difficult tasks that the pilots perform, and a non-trained person will not be able to do them as they are always performed manually. Ah, I, I, I feel like I could totally do it. I did some time in the cockpit. Uh, I landed a plane. <clears throat> excuse me. I pretty much landed a plane in Belize. No, oh, yeah. you didn't. Yeah, I was in the front of the plane. I had the controls in front of me. Yeah, we landed. Uh, it was a smaller plane, uh-huh. not a giant commercial one. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I feel like I could do it. Right, so your second chair. Oh. It was like. That's not the way I remember it. I remember the pilot specifically telling you to not touch anything. Quit touching that. Smacking your hand off the wheel. Nope. Give you a little hat, little pin afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Pat on the back. He was quite stern, and I got us down safely no i don't recall that i don't think i could aviators on (laughs) nope i don't know if it would be pilot quality my landing but i think i get that bird down and keep everyone alive yeah style yeah it may be a rougher landing sure than they're used to but a little a little uh, overridge on the runway yeah yeah i've seen some uh professional pilots slam planes down so i feel like uh there's a good uh good option here they say the landing is actually quite complicated and requires a precise control of the aircraft's direction and descent rate to land successfully a pilot must keep an appropriate speed while simultaneously managing gear and flap configuration adhering to air traffic regulations communicating with air traffic control and completing a number of paper and digital checklists. Ah, that's uh, that's what a pilot's saying because they don't want us to come for their jobs. Mm. Once the aircraft comes close to the runway, you have to accurately judge its height, reduce power, and adjust the rate of descent, ensuring that you land on the correct area of the runway. You guys can't do airplane math. I don't think yeah, uh, lines pilots the are eyeballing the height. I think the plane tells them exactly how high they are off the yeah, ground. Yeah, they're saying an eyeball like, situation. Oh, no, 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 feet. <laughs> like the plane tells you this stuff. Yeah. Well, this is like, I'm literally reading what happens. Yeah, there's a little gauge there, and then you keep that, that little bubble lined up to the middle. So you're all level. Yeah. Oh, we got this. On the ground, they use brakes and reverse thrust to bring the aircraft to a complete stop before oh, yeah. it runs off the end of the runway. Oh, how do they do and it? And you have to be able to do that all <laughs> within a few minutes. A few minutes? Oh, pff, lots yeah. of time. Yeah. Lots of time. I can still do uh, get them to do a drink service back there while I'm landing. Most pilots <laughs> study aerodynamics, which neither of you have. Most. <laughs> Not all. Air law. Flight rules, meteorology, human factors, navigation, aircraft systems, and performance in flight planning. Yeah. I got the little flight map on my phone. I read some weather here. <laughs> left, to my own, left to my own devices, everyone would die. It would be a catastrophe. Oh, the humanity. It wouldn't be a Sully Sullenberg. But if I got the tower, 
Got to be. And they're going to clear off. No one else is going to be landing no. this time. They're going to have people circle around. Sure. Fire will be on scene. It's yeah. not going to be a regular landing. A regular landing, I agree, is probably tougher to pull off than we give them credit for. Yeah. But, like, in this situation where they've cleared the runway, everyone yeah. else is nowhere to be found. It's just me and the tower. I don't think you guys could do it. I'm putting that bird down, Mars. I don't mm. think you are. Yeah, I, I think we. I think you're totally killing three hundred people. No, I don't think so. I think I might blow a tire, but that's about it. No, <laughs> I'll come down a little too hot, pop a tire, but uh, I, I, I feel like I'll still be able to land it. I think Crash is on some. This sounds like pilot propaganda. I, they get they get tired of all the the people saying they could land planes. Uh-huh. They get tired of all the autopilot jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're upset about it. Now they're putting out this trash. Sure, yeah. To scare us out of the cockpit. <laughs> yeah, too bad. I'm coming for your job. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, crash Imagine here. if all the pilots were like, fine, you do it. Sure. Oh, no, Done. no, no. one would go with you. No one would oh, go. Oh, I would have a full flight. No, you would not. Yeah, jam-packed flight. Where do you guys want to go? Jamaica? No, nope, nope. not with you. <laughs> I wouldn't even go to Calgary. That's... Is it because of the water? <laughs> I wouldn't go to Red Deer. You wouldn't go to Calgary? God, no. I can do a, a Calgary flight, no problem. That you're flying? A little tiny plane? <laughs> Don't even get cruising altitude. Yeah, right? You go up and down. Uh, not happening. No, mm. thanks. Here's another thing that's not happening. Are you guys watching Squid Game The Challenge? Oh, yeah, we never finished that. No, we didn't finish it, but we started it, and it was actually pretty good. It's a decent, like, like it's like if you're looking for mindless TV. Contestants on Netflix's Squid Game, The Challenge, were given condoms among their supplies, and pretty soon, they went through all of them. Oh. Is that because Ew. pretending to fight for your life makes you randy? No, apparently they weren't using them to bang. They were trying to use the lubrication on the condoms as lip balm. Oh, so dry in there? So dry. Oh. For some reason, the contestants were not given lip balm or humidifiers, so they were desperate to try anything. Player 301 who is known as Trey Plutnicki, said, quote, within a day, maybe a day and a half, all the condoms were gone. It was absurd. And it still didn't work as a lip balm. Now, Plutnicki didn't try the condoms himself. He said that he used lotion or conditioner as a lip balm, and those didn't work either. Producers eventually handed out lip balm later in the game when they realized that people were smearing condoms on their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> the camera, the uh, uh, producers behind the cameras are watching and they're like, what is everyone doing? Uh-huh. Yeah. Just ripping condoms apart, rubbing it on their rubbing lips. Rubbing it on their lips. <laughs> is this, do we buy it? Is this the... Oh, oh, you think it's just an excuse? Well, right? Because yeah. you just yeah. ask for Once the lights go out. Mm. Right, you just say like, we need some lip balm down here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know what, I don't know why you would try that before going to the producers. I feel like though, when you get a big group like that together, you, you gotta supply the condoms, right? Oh yeah. yeah. That's, why they do. that's yeah. like uh, Olympic Villages. Like there's... Just yes. like so many condoms yes. that are put into those so villages. So many condoms. Yeah, yeah. We know in pressure packed situations that people need to relieve that stress. They do. So be safe about it. Be safe about it. Mm-hmm. All right, this is a crazy story. And one of the doctors who saved this guy described his case as, quote, very rare. And personally, I think that's a bit of an understatement. A 35-year-old man in Vietnam showed up at a hospital on Saturday and said that he had been having terrible headaches for months. So they did a CT scan and they saw a massive amount of swelling in his brain. But the interesting part is what caused it? He'd somehow gone five months without realizing he had two chopsticks jammed up his nose. Oh my god. How? They must have been like broken off. So they weren't like full chopsticks but they weren't small either. Like one piece looks like it's about three inches long the other looks like it's about five inches. Oh my god. Oh. Although 
you have those people that can put spikes up their nose, right? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know like what you call those. those performers that can put spikes yeah. or like knives up there. Yeah, right. Oh. So how did they get up there? Well, he said he had no idea at first, but then he was like, "Oh yeah, I was in a fight five months ago." Oh my god. <laughs> He's like, I was out drinking and I got into a fight. And? Chopsticks made him forget. I guess someone jammed chopsticks chopsticks up his nose. Or was he like slammed down on a table and his face went right Whoa. into the chopsticks? He says he doesn't remember much from that night or the fight, but he oh. thinks someone must have stabbed him in the face with chopsticks. He says that he did go to the hospital back then too after the fight, but the doctor didn't notice anything wrong with his nose. He had surgery over the weekend to remove both the chopsticks. Last update, He's in the hospital and he's in stable conditions, so he's going to be okay. There's a picture of the chopsticks on the app. That's that's a lot of chopstick up in the nose. We got that much room in there? Oh my god, I yeah. I guess we do. Uh-huh. My uh my surgery, like my first nose surgery that I got, I remember like the longest uh tweezer type things going uh, way up there <gasps> to pull all that gauze out. Oh, right. Yeah. Thankfully, my last surgery on my nose didn't have to go that deep. But yeah, it's just like these long boys going up there and then they pull, they pull it out and it's like, and you Ugh. can feel it like out of your sinuses. Sinuses, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but that was around like the corners. Yeah. Chopsticks don't bend. So this just went like straight. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, I just remember these long like tweezer type things. All like, right. And I'm motioning like six to seven inches, just right going deep in there. Oh. And you can feel it like poking like way like inside. Inside. So I don't know how it works in there. Is he any worse for wear for half a year with chopsticks in his head? Well, he did have a swelling brain, so that's not good. Oh, yeah, damn. Good. Yeah, that's not great. Mm. Uh, but I think he's going to be okay. But here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Did you put something up your nose and did it live there for years? Mm. Maybe it was like a pee. Lego. It doesn't have to be chopsticks, obviously. Marble. Uh, a marble? Maybe your kid did it, and then, like, two years later, you realize that, like, they've had something shoved up their nose for years. Mm. Yeah, I think it's more of a kid thing than an adult thing. Oh, yeah, I don't think yeah. adults are going <laughs> to... Although, like, who knows? I don't well, know. Well, yeah, like this I don't guy. know what people are into. Yeah, yeah. You could be into shoving stuff up your nose. Yeah. Who knows? We do weird things at house parties, right? We sure oh, do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe when you were a kid, you shoved, like, a bead up there. Mm. And then when you were like 16 or 17, it finally came out. A friendship bracelet ended up uh, there. Taylor Swift, you pull it out from the air. Like a magic trick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's like the infant version, the child version of that, like that call of the void. Right. But yeah, yeah. They love jamming things up their nose. Mm-hmm. I don't know like, what, what the, doing? I don't know what the instinct is that yeah. drives them to do it, but they do. Does the ear have the same vibe? Or no. it's just the nose? They no, see the nose. Kids. The ears yeah. didn't matter, but it was the nose. Huh. They get curious. Mm-hmm. They just sort of puts tuck stuff away I'm up there. I think if I, as a kid, tuck things up. Like, uh, remember those uh, little micro minis? Like oh, cars? cars? Yeah, those little yeah, cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I did jam one of those up oh. my nose at one point. Why? I don't know. Just to see if it would go? Yeah, like Ginger's saying, just, yeah, it's yeah. there. Why not put something in it? <laughs> <laughs> my, my brother did that with a piece of Light Bright when we were kids. Yeah. And it had the pointy part <gasps> facing outwards. Uh-huh. So when my dad shone the flashlight up his nose to see what was up there, it just lit up his entire <laughs> nasal cavity. Like the front of his face was glowing. Oh, yes. That's just hilarious. Lime green. <laughs> <laughs> the Light yeah. Bright would be a good fit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He kept, just kept saying, Dad, Light Bright hurts my nose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. This guy lived for years with the chopsticks in his face. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, when you were a kid, or maybe your kids did it, did they jam something up their nose, and how long did it live there? 
This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about things that ended up your nose. Yeah, or your kid's nose. Sure. Just stuff that got shoved up there for a while. We're talking about this because we had a story in the news about a fella who went to the hospital with severe headaches, only to find out that his brain was swelling, and it looked like it was because he had chopsticks shoved up there. We've all had chopsticks up our nose at one point, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Wouldn't you have loved to have seen this fight? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Did he get uh, beaten so badly he was left unconscious, and then the chopsticks were shoved up the nose? It's Cause, possible. Because mid-fight... I, that's a tough move to pull yeah. off. Yeah. I think they were at a ramen shop and a fight broke out. Uh-huh. And he got uh, his face slammed into a bowl of ramen. Like Joker style. I think so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. What bar has chopsticks? <laughs> well, they wasn't Vietnam. So maybe all of them. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. So maybe all of them. Who knows? That's true. Who knows? But yeah. I'm going to say he probably, he he doesn't remember the fight. No. So he probably did like pass out and someone shoved him up there. Who's oh. played a part. In yeah. It. Yeah. Ouch. Um, 780 if you got a story here. At the top, I got Jocelyn hanging on. Hey, Jocelyn. Hey there, how are you? Good, good. Uh, something ended up your nose? No, um, it's actually, I worked in a daycare and... Um, this kid, I think she was about four years old, she put a piece of Lego up her nose, one of those single square pieces. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, little kids' noses are tiny. Mm-hmm. So we called her mom, and it was the most amazing thing her mom did. It was, like, right out of a superhero movie. Oh. She, her mom was a nurse. <clears throat> she came to the daycare. She took her kid, lay her kid down on one of the tables that the kids eat their lunches on. Yeah. And tilted her head back. Excuse me. Tilted her head back, and and used her thumb to plug the side of her nose that the Lego wasn't in. Okay. And then proceeded to give her CPR, like blew into her mouth like she was doing CPR, and oh. a piece of shot out her. Nose. Oh my god! Oh my really? That's how easy yeah. it is. Pardon me. That's how easy it is to blow the Lego out. I don't know. I don't know if this would be a recommended thing. <laughs> I, all sorts of things about air bubbles and stuff like that. But the woman was a nurse and it was her kid and yeah. she was doing it. I wouldn't do it personally, but uh, was, it was a sight to see. Yeah. Was everyone just blown away in there? Initially, everyone's like, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. All the kids were like sitting in the TV room, you know, so that we could keep them away. But of yeah. course... You- Got the looky loos who were standing there with their little nose over the, the half size wall, seeing what's going on. Oh, for sure! What a way to do it, though. Yeah, hey? what That's a pretty method. cool. That's good to know. If Mars gets anything up her nose, I'll do yeah, the same thing. You can just blow, <laughs> just hold one nostril down and blow in maybe, my mouth. Maybe pick- emergency that might oh yeah 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 maybe that's a better option <laughs> okay thanks jocelyn thanks jocelyn okay. have a good day guys yeah, yeah you, you too. too bye-bye bye-bye Bye. Ginger, you take notes on that i've done it oh you have yeah i, I hope that's not just for nurses <laughs> one of my kids it would look like i think it was like imagine the if you had like a stylus for like uh your phone or a tablet or something yeah like yeah. the little rubber end of that okay yeah that had come off and oh. they jammed it right up their nose oh god and that's like the move they tell you to do Plug and blow in the mouth. Yeah, you cover the one nostril. Yeah. You give like a, not like sustained CPR. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Chest compressions, <laughs> but just like one good blow, and funk, and it comes flying out. Right, yeah, because you can do damage trying to go get it. Oh, for sure. You can yeah, shove it up higher. Like yeah, I don't yeah. have the tools to. 
Mm. Extract something from a nose. Can I put the end of an eraser in your nose and let's blow it out? No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Come on, that's be a tight fit. Right? <laughs> that's pretty tight, right? You got you got those little nostrils. Someone said that's apparently called the mother's kiss. Oh. Oh. Mm. I don't like the name. Just <laughs> 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 a working working yeah. name, right? <laughs> yeah. Project. Yeah. Uh, Jen, how are you doing today? Not bad. How about you? Good. Hey. Good. Uh, your son is the one who put something up his nose, right? Yeah, he had a Lego hand up his nose. Oh, oh no. those are those are small and they would fit for sure. Well, and I didn't know at first because when I was brushing his teeth, I just saw this little like the end of it, like the, <laughs> not the hand part, but the other end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's. At first, I thought I was like, "Oh my goodness, does he have a like a sucker stick or so?" Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I had, I just took tweezers and I got it out and I look and I, when I got it out, I was like, "Are you kidding me? What made you think to put this in your nose?" Right? Yeah. What did he say? No, he's just like, I just wanted to put it in there. <laughs> he's that, like, I don't know what you're freaking out about. That, that yeah. You don't need any more of an explanation. The, the Lego yeah. hand fit right in there perfectly. He yeah, probably put exactly. it in and he did like a little scratching and then it just went. Well, and I don't even know how long he had it in there. It wasn't until I went to go brush his teeth that like I saw the it in yeah, yeah. there. And I was like, what? is that oh man and as you're pulling it out with the tweezers it's just like oh yep out it comes <laughs> well and i have a uh, i have another story my older daughter had put was eating popcorn yeah and she had like had so much butter on the kernels and oh. she shot a popcorn kernel oh up her nose no like it just like and- flung into the nose yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. She tried to do the whole, like, plug one nose and blow. Yeah. Oh, no. And it wouldn't go? But it went up further. Uh, oh, no. And probably she with the butter all over first. it. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to then take her to a <laughs> clinic to get it taken out. Did they go in with big tweezers and yank her out of there? Well, they almost didn't believe her. They're like, are you sure? Yeah. She's like, I'm oh. sure. Oh. So they went in with like, a, it was like a, like a claw thing at the end of like, a, almost like a pen. And they just went in and just grabbed it, it and yeah. pulled it out. Oh, man. That sucks. What are the chances of that? Well, and that was the thing. I was like, what were you doing? She's like, I was just eating the kernels. <laughs> and it flies and right it flies out there. I was aiming for my mouth. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, covered in butter. It just yeah, yeah. slid right up there. All right. Okay. Thanks, yeah. Jen. Thanks, Jen. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Yeah, it'll it'll happen. Crash has talked about your love of buttery popcorn, Marcy. I'm worried about this. Oh, I love it. I'm going to get you a nose guard for next time you eat popcorn. <laughs> a little cage that you clip on your nose. <laughs> and I, I throw it in my mouth, too, just like Jen's daughter. Yeah, it's just oh. like, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those kernels are all lubed up. Right? Slide right in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This text here, 56789, says, hey, guys. When I was little, I put the end of a pussy willow up my nose. <gasps> you know, like the soft spot? Oh, the soft I, I put a pussy willow in my nose. You did the same thing? As a kid, oh. it kind of worked like... Uh, it, I treated it like a Q-tip for my nose. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Is it because oh you didn't God. have Q-tips at home? Like, did you have oh. to use natural Q-tips? Yeah, we used... Uh, Pussy willows in the ears too. No, you did not. <laughs> oh You're lying. It does have that vibe. It got, it got yeah, it's total Q-tip vibe. Yeah. Did the end of the pussy willow come off in someone's uh-huh. someone's nose? Yeah. Yeah. Where did it go? It said that it was uh, it was stuck up there. Mm-hmm. 
and then they have to go to the hospital and have it removed. Mm. Uh, this text here, 5679, says, my older sister shoved a piece of foam up her nose when she was about three. She had many nasal infections for the next few years. It grew fungus in her sinuses and oh. had to be surgically removed. She still has issues all these years later. That's from Tina listening in Fort McMurray. Those little foam balls, like they, they are an issue, right? They end up everywhere. Oh, yeah, because of static, they clean yeah, everything. Yeah, they just yeah. clean you. And like if you see uh, like our cat will zip by and all of a sudden they're covered and you're like, no, don't ingest these. And you're wiping these static clean balls off them. Oh my gosh. This text here, 5679 from Julia. She says, hey guys, I tried to call. My phone sucks. Um, My dad was out farming. He was eating sunflower seeds. And as he spit the seed, it flew back in his face. And it lodged in his nose. Oh, God. He ended up needing surgery to remove it and had to wait months for the procedure with a sunflower seed up his nose. Oh, I'd be worried it will grow. Plant a seed, yes. <laughs> he ate the seed because he was like farming and eating spits. Yeah, yeah. I guess so you don't know if he got that. Yeah, you don't know if it's the full seed or right? the cracked one. Oh. And he's a farmer. He's a natural at growing things. Oh, no. Just a sunflower seed starts growing up. Imagine if you had a weed growing oh, your nose. Oh, don't even. That's like <laughs> Last of Us stuff. It totally is. Jamie says, I put a Tic Tac up my nose and I never told anyone, so I'm going to assume it dissolved and it's gone. Oh, my what? God. It might still be up there. Like recently, Jamie? <laughs> this morning? <laughs> it's nice that you're telling us, but I think you got to deal with it. <laughs> also, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Although, think of the good smells for quite some time, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. minty. Yeah, avoid some dirty smells around. Uh, Nevaeh, how you doing? Hi. Hi. Um, good, you? Good, good. Uh, what did you put up your nose? Oh, so my mom had a daycare when I was little, and I was part of it. And uh, I had a buddy, and uh, him and I used to stuff goldfish and marshmallows up our noses. Goldfish, goldfish and, and marshmallows? marshmallows. Oh. <laughs> Do you still have them up there, or, or are you all good? No, no, we took them out before he went home. Yeah, so you would put them up there and then pull them out, or like they just got stuck up there and dissolved? No, we'd do it for fun. For fun. Yeah, just up they went. Yeah, but I bet you, like, when you were younger doing this, it's not like you did inventory on all the goldfish, how many went in and how many came out. I bet (laughs) you some were left up there. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, they're there right now. My God. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, that wasn't snot coming out of your nose. It was dissolving marshmallow. (laughs) (laughs) Nasty. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Nevaeh. Thanks, Nevaeh. Thanks, guys. Okay, bye-bye. This is the Crash and Mars Podcast. This is a, I'm going to put a warning on this story for uh, some violence, especially after talking about something so fun like pink. This is horrible. Uh, Two 12-year-old girls have been charged with an assault in connection um, with an assault on a woman at an LRT station late in November. Edmonton police say that they responded to an aggravated assault at the Coliseum LRT platform at around 8.30 in the evening on Sunday, November 26th. Apparently, a 55-year-old woman was sitting on a bench waiting for her train when she was approached by two kids two 12-year-old girls who began berating her and then assaulted her to the point of unconsciousness. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 12-year-olds? What? Two 12-year-olds. What? It's like grade seven. The girls ran away, but they were arrested in the area and they have been charged with aggravated assault. The woman is in critical condition with significant head and facial injuries. Oh, brutal. 12 years old? 12 years old. old? Jeez. 12 years old. Yeah, yeah. Holy crap. I don't even know what to say. 
Uh, pff, yeah. I, I don't. I, I, I hope the best. I wish the best for this poor woman. And she's 55? 55. She's in critical and in condition. Critical in hospital. Yeah. Oh my, oh my God. God. Anyone with any information is being asked to call EPS on the non emergency line or Crime Stoppers at 1 800. 800- Two 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 eight four seven seven. What is going? What is going on in your head? If like you're twelve years old and you're doing this, jeez. I have absolutely no idea. That's terrible. No idea. According to the Edmonton Community Safety Map, there has been thirty-seven occurrences at the Coliseum LRT station in the last one hundred and eighty days, including fourteen instances of personal violence and five weapons violation. Hmm. That's not good. Yeah, that is not good at all. So hopefully this woman uh, has a speedy recovery. And like for this woman, just like, I guess, awful, but wrong place, wrong time. It shouldn't happen there, but she's just totally random. She's just waiting for a train and two kids and like. Terrible. Ugh. I mean, like your your instinct isn't to like fight back when it's kids. No, you don't want to hit kids. Yeah, yeah. Although I guess. Uh, I guess after a couple couple hits, yeah, you want to. You gotta start fighting back. Yeah, yeah, because even hopefully she has a full recovery. But even then, like you'd be like, you'd be scared. Oh my god! Oh my god! Your life is completely changed. Mm -hmm. Your life is completely changed. They got the kids. Yeah, 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 they got they got the girls. Yeah, they did indeed. Maybe twenty four seven police people, Mm. police officers at Coliseum too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe that's what we need there as well. So, uh, we wish you a speedy recovery, and hopefully your family. Well, I don't even I don't even know. I don't know what to say. It's horrible. That's horrible. Here's a better story this morning. A missing kangaroo that escaped during a pit stop at a zoo near Toronto has officially been located and captured safely after three days on the loose. On Friday, a local post pet group posted a video that showed the marsupial hopping along a road um, heading west from the city of Oshawa in Ontario, and off it went. They were looking for their kangaroo, and over the weekend, multiple residents in the area started to see the kangaroo, oh. but they were encouraged by local police to avoid approaching the animal and to contact the animal group instead. I feel like I could, I could catch a kangaroo. I don't know. Well, Can you just okay. grab the tail? Catch, catch. It looks like one man decided to take matters into his own hands Uh-oh. and then was filmed trying to chase down the animal in Oshawa. <laughs> um, the video doesn't have any audio, but watching a man chase a kangaroo is quite hilarious. Is he on foot? He's on foot. Yes. And he has a giant butterfly net. <laughs> what is that going to do? <laughs> like Roadrunner-esque? Yes. And I also just want to say that it looks like he's keeping up with the kangaroo, oh. but I don't think he is. Is the kangaroo just playing with him? The kangaroo is like, I'm out of here. See you later. <laughs> and off it goes. If it's a red kangaroo or a red kangaroo, uh, top speed, 70 kilometers an hour. Damn. Damn. So I think he could have shaken it if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. He didn't even get close. He doesn't, I don't think he's a sprinter. Because that kangaroo takes off. This guy looks like he's like from the outback. <laughs> he's not. He's from Oshawa. <laughs> right? The the guy that's like f- chasing the kangaroo? Here, I got a little bit of the news story. Let's let's see if he's from the outback. Destined for Quebec and was spending the night at the Oshawa Zoo when it somehow escaped. Oh, here he is. He's hurt. It was a sight that had people doing a double take. So cars are ripping by. And this thing, oh my God, look how fast they go. That's it's just booking <laughs> it. It's it. Quite a long time. Here I started is. there when I was 13, and I'm now 42, so we're going on about 30 years. 
and I have not experienced anything like this. The park supervisor at the Oshawa Zoo says the kangaroo was destined for a zoo in Quebec. It was supposed to spend the night at the Oshawa Zoo when it somehow escaped its handlers. Hmm. Well. Off it went. Well, he's not Australian. <laughs> no, he's not Australian. He's just a guy with a butterfly net. <laughs> he does. Um, the ruse up in the app, too. He's not one of those big, like, Jack Swole punch a dog kangaroo. No. no. That's why I feel like I could get this It looks one. more like Wallaby style. Yeah. Mm. Someone did say, though, that they read in the news that the kangaroo punched a police officer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Kangaroo's lucky to still be with us. <laughs> <laughs> <just gotta> uh, <laughs> the kangaroo, though, is okay, and it will be returned to its facility. So mm. there you go. All right, off to London, Ontario we go, where this is, um, I guess, uh, for moral reasons, I guess this is nice. A couple in London, Ontario has announced they're shutting down their business for moral reasons. The business is a bakery. And one of the owners says, quote, I felt so guilty promoting cake and sugar to kids and families. She says that she's been improving her health by cutting sugar and processed foods, and she can no longer be a pusher of desserts. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, it's a chain of bakeries. Um, it was first opened 12 years ago by husband and wife team Chad and Rebecca Hamilton. It's known as Chick Boss Cakes. They have three locations, and then the London one opened shop five years ago. They say, like, business has been difficult in the past year, partially because they put the brakes on all their marketing and promotions, saying that they didn't want to be responsible for marketing sugar to kids and family. Oh, well, you... <laughs> why'd you go into this line of work? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or why didn't they just sell the business when it was successful? And closing the business ultimately isn't going to stop people from indulging in desserts. Yeah, and she did acknowledge that, but she says that it's important to her and her family to stop contributing to a business that she no longer believes in. Well, then why doesn't she make a, uh, she's she's a baker, find ways to make uh, healthier options. Yeah. I, or I agree with you, Crash, just like sell it. Just sell it when it's good. And go into, like, veggie stands. Yeah, and then put that money into, yeah, a carrot stand. <laughs> Let someone else push those awesome desserts. Yeah. Yeah, there's always going to be another place that people can go to and get your sweet treats, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder if there was, like, other... Because, you know, bakeries, it's just tough biz. Yeah. Very. We're, we're talking about the long hours that people have to do the other day. Yeah. When, yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone's like, Mars, you should be a baker. And I said no. She said no. So, yeah, maybe uh, these people are just done with it. And they're using this pushing sweet treats as an excuse. Apparently, when she announced the closure, people on Facebook were like, what? And they like lost their minds Mm -hmm. because they love this bakery so much. Mm -hmm. She said, quote, it honestly feels like a breakup. You know, is the right decision, but it's still really hard at the moment. I've cried and I've gone through all my own emotions, but ultimately I know that it's the right decision for us. Is that her in the picture, Ginge? Yeah. She really closed up. Why'd they ply with the door? Well, wow. that's part of it, too. That was this plywood because they've had five break-ins at this oh. one location. Who's breaking into a bakery? People love their stuff. <laughs> pushing. I mean, she doesn't believe in it, though. That's like, good for her for... Yeah, if you don't believe in it. She could get it somewhere else, but that'd be like a gas station owner doesn't want to sell like cigarettes. Yeah. Like, Perfect. you can get them somewhere else, but they don't want to be part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Not yeah, that yeah. cake is cigarettes, but you, get, yeah. <laughs> you know, very comparable. <laughs> well, and the other thing is, is like people had jobs. Like she employed people. Mm-hmm. Well, she could have just sold the business. I'm going to guess there's a lot more to it. The business is not doing well. Well, she's got three of them. This is yeah. just the London, Ontario one. Uh-huh. Well, she shouldn't have to keep doing bakery stuff. She doesn't want to do it. No, she should no. sell it. <laughs> she, she just should have sold it. Keep, yeah. you know, keep people employed. I'm just floored. People are breaking into a bakery. For the mm-hmm. cash. 
How much cash is a bakery also, really putting su- out? Also, sugar is hot commodity. Oh, that's that's true. This might be recent. Right? Yeah, so like, it might be recent. that Roger's sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. All right, it's time to announce the word of the year, which is the most exciting day for 2023 for people who work at dictionaries. The Oxford University Press in England has awarded its prestigious word of the year honor to... Riz. Riz. That's Riz with two Zs, not like Ritz. Not like Ritz crackers. Or putting it on. Riz. That's right. Putting on the Riz. Riz (laughs) is internet slang defined as style, charm, or attractiveness, and the ability to attract a romantic or sexual partner. It's basically a shortened form of charisma. Kind of like how we shorted refrigerator to fridge. Oh. Oh, okay. Fridge. Not as Riz. cool, though, I feel like. Mm. Yeah. Like, Riz is a lot cooler than what we did with refrigerator. <laughs> 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 Riz beat out three other finalists, including Swifty, which doesn't need to be defined. Mm-hmm. You know what a Swifty is, obviously. What? What's a Swifty? You guys know. <laughs> you guys know. What were yeah. the other finalists, did they say? Uh, others were Prompt which is an instruction given to AI, which determines or influences the content it generates. I feel like prompt has been around for a long time, no? But not specifically for this. Yeah. Nah, for prompting true. AI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A situationship. Mm. Situationship. Romantic or sexual relationship that's not considered to be formal or established. Oh, okay. Right, so casual. that's just cash, yeah. Right. Four other semifinalist words were beige flag. Yeah. Hmm character trait that indicates that a potential partner is boring or lacks originality i've never heard anyone use that term like your partner is so boring it's a beige flag oh my god they're a beige flag or like that like what their beige flags are yeah Mm. yeah like Mm. he's into led lights not a red flag but like oh god that's a beige flag yeah why everyone loves leds Parasocial, a relationship that a person imagines having with another person that they don't actually know. Oftentimes, think about this being connected on social media. Mm. Oh, okay, like those sure. relationships? Those relationships. Okay. So yeah, you're yeah. in a relationship with somebody, but you don't actually know who that is. Okay, yeah. Heat dome, we know that well oh, here. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. And de-influencing Uh-oh. the practice of discouraging people from buying particular products, often oh. through social media. Yeah, that's not what you're thinking. Yeah, I see. <laughs> what did you think it was? That, that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you're not using that to influence. <laughs> well, de-influencing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're basically saying that uh, a product is garbage. Uh-huh. So there you go, Riz. You rag on products. Congrats, Riz. Yeah. Congrats, well Riz. Well done, Riz. Yep. Use it today. Ginge, you have great Riz. The Rizzler. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's that time of the year when you see someone blowing their nose and you think to yourself, oh no, I hope I don't catch that. Or maybe you see someone cough and somehow you immediately start to feel a little sick yourself. Well, that's not necessarily a mental thing. It could actually be a biological response. According to new research, just seeing someone who's sick can trigger a protective response in a healthy person's body. It could be the body's way of preparing to fight off potential threats. Oh, oh, it's a, it's a good thing. Yeah, so if you see somebody who's sick, yeah. automatically... Yeah, you're like, oh, fight. You, you fight. start to act like you... Like your body's like, I gotta get ready. Yeah, oh, yeah, you prepare if for it. Okay, sick. okay. In studies, animals who interacted with sick people activated their immune system and even changed the way that they produce eggs as if their body was trying to protect them before they even get sick, mm. which is wild. Mm-hmm. Researchers hope that they can learn more about protective responses. 
and help us uh, in guarding certain infections. Huh. So your body literally starts to prep for it. Hmm. I guess I like, it's a good thing. Yeah, but I feel like my body just should know. I shouldn't have to see something sick for my body to be like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I want to stay healthy. Uh-huh. I just remember, body, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't rely on the eyes. Yeah, just keep me good. Yeah, just keep me good. Keep yeah, me yeah. good. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, this is a crazy story. Um, you guys are obviously fans of The Office. We've uh-huh. talked about it before. So you know who John Krasinski is. Mm-hmm. You know who Emily Blunt is. Yes. Uh-huh. Recently in an interview, Emily Blunt says that she still deals with upset fans of The Office who think that John Krasinski should be with Jenna Fisher in real life. Mm. Mm. They want Jim and Pam for real. They want Jim and Pam for real. By the way, the show ended in 2013, so 10 years ago, with Jim and Pam married with two kids. Emily Blunt said, quote, whenever I walk beside him, people still shout, I wish you were with Pam. (laughs) They ask, where's Pam? And I'll yell back, she's not here. (laughs) Do you think they get irritated by that? Oh, I think Emily gets very irritated by that. (laughs) Emily adds that she and John absolutely adore Jenna Fisher. She's one of their closest friends. By the way, um, Emily and John Krasinski have been married since 2010. They have two children of their own. Jenna has also been married to someone else since 2010, and her and her husband have two children as well. Mm-hmm. And Jenna was actually married to the Guardian of the Galaxy's director, James Gunn, before that. Mm. Oh, wow. Did I didn't they, know that. Did they ever get together, like, on set? Was that ever a I thing? don't think they no, did. They never nope. did? No. I don't think they did. Ah, I don't know. They mm. got married in 2010. Yeah. Office went off the air, and I don't know. Around that time? A little later, a little after. 2013. Yeah. Off 2013. It. Yeah, 2013. Okay. So there were several years where they weren't. Just something could have happened. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think in the like in that um, the Office podcast, huh. Jenna said that her and John had like a sibling relationship. Well, sure, says that now. Oh, she can't. yeah, yeah. It's too awkward. Yeah. With all the shouting. Talk about the hot, <laughs> hot sex she had with Emily Blunt's husband. <laughs> I get it, though, because uh, we've all seen uh, uh, Jim and Pam. We've seen the chemistry they have. Yeah. I, I don't know how much chemistry... Krasinski and Emily Blunt have. Yeah, you don't see much of them. Uh, yeah, you don't really yeah, see them yeah. together. Yeah, you know Jim and Pam though. Hot. Oh my god. <laughs> so hot. The heat. That's yeah. right. Mm. This got me thinking though. Um, I, I, I don't know if any if this has happened to anybody, but if it's happened to you, seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Are you in Emily Blunt's position, where people constantly tell you that your husband should be with someone else? Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Or maybe, um, like, you go to, you know, Christmas is coming up. There's going to be a lot of family gatherings. Maybe does, uh, you know, the ex get pushed a little harder, whether it's an ex-boyfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. or an ex-partner? I, I, I Guaranteed it, it happens. Oh, guaranteed All it happens. Yeah. Well, yeah, just think, think of your own life. Like, you've had, like, think of your siblings, your friends. Yeah. You've had... Partners of theirs you preferred more than others. Sure. Yeah, some I have mean, been better. Yeah, some you don't say it, but some people do. Yeah, you some people do. Say it, but some unfortunately, people do. some people some yeah, do say it. People do. Yeah. Does your mom Moms. think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, we know. We know who it is. <laughs> Moms are rolling it out. I'm going to say 95 percent of the time it's mom. Oh. Be like, I remember her. She was a keeper. <laughs> oh. Or if let's say you were with someone for like a period of time, like a decade. Yeah. And now the relationship ended. You mm-hmm. found someone new. Oh. Mom still mentions, brings them up, but only brings them up. But like, well, that name would call you that name sometimes. Oh. Call the new love accident. by the ex's name. Yeah. yeah. Oh. She are knows you, what she's doing. Or are you constantly compared to the other, like to the former 
Are there still pictures of the X up on the wall? Oh, God. My mom did that. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> My brother's ex. <laughs> still oh. on the wall in the kitchen. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I have photos. She's like, what? It was a good photo. <laughs> I have photos of my uh, sister-in-law's ex yeah. on our wall. Oh, yeah. I told him not to be in the wedding photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, the big group photos, that's a tough one. Yeah. Too yeah. bad, so sad. Yeah. Next my brother's was... boyfriend's out. My brother was just uh, him and his uh, his ex. Oh, just the two That's it. There, the picture could have been changed. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it could have been. I'm just oh, yeah. trying to think. Yeah, let's put a new on it. Did she? Like photo. Did she just like maybe not want to? Did she just like not want to? No, she hated her new one. Oh, she hated, or she hated new his one. new lady. So she did it to spite. It's a spite picture. <laughs> it's a spite picture. Oh God. <laughs> uh, maybe you've been in a situation where you know that you're going over to dinner and you know that you're just going to hear about how much better that the other person was. Emily Blunt says that she gets it all the time, mm-hmm. where people constantly say to her, you know, like, um, "I wish you were with Pam." Where's Pam? Apparently, even John Krasinski out in public, people walk up to him and they're like, "You shouldn't be with Emily. You should be with Pam." We hate Emily. Which is like, kind of like <laughs> that's so inappropriate. Well, I think it happens. Yeah. All right. Are you in a situation where um, everyone thinks that you should be with someone else and maybe they say it? Maybe you're with somebody right now and everybody thinks that they should be someone else or like you guys said, more specifically, their mom or the Mm mother-in-law. If you've had to hear this, give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Okay. We're talking about uh, if uh, other people preferred your ex, like friends, family members. Uh, did you find out after the fact or did they just say it right to your face? They're like, yeah. mm, your ex is better. <laughs> Emily Blunt <laughs> recently said the office fans still say things like, I wish you were Pam to John Krasinski Aww. whenever she's out with her husband. Emily and John have been married, by the way, since 2010. So like 13 years a little bit of time, a couple of kids together. Yeah. A whole life and family. <laughs> a bit. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> Apparently, she says when they're also out, people will walk up to John and say, Where's Pam? Emily uh, would re- always replies and says, She's not here. Oh, God. I'm sure she was pleasant when she said, Yeah, I'm sure. She's not here. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. I mean, they have to be, you know, grateful. Fans are what made them what they are. Yeah. Uh, the show obviously changed his life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for Emily Blunt, like, you know, that's got to, he's got to roll with it. I don't know if she has to. Every I time. don't think she has to. Yeah. No. That'd be terrible. She, yeah, she can, but then if she fires off, like people will be like, damn girl. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're wondering if you're in a situation where uh, maybe the people around you prefer the ex. Mm-hmm. And you have to hear about it. Yeah. But maybe maybe either you hear about it or there's like, it's subtle. Like there's still like photos on the wall. Kind of like what Crash's mom did with John's yeah, ex. That's subtle, right? The photos, yeah. Because that was a photo of just your brother and his ex. Yeah, it wasn't a group. It wasn't a group photo. Because yeah. I think a group photo can live and you can just accept that your yeah. partner used to date other people. Yeah, sure. yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. Because some photos, like we talked wedding photos, family yes. photos, like mm-hmm. there's going to be situations yeah. where an ex might be in a photo. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Haley, you're not taking down your wedding photos if your sister-in-law gets a new guy. No. Too no, bad, so yeah. sad. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them out of the wedding photos. Problem uh, solved. Yeah, the photo that was up was uh, the grad photo. Yeah. And yeah. There was also another smaller, like five by seven, of just her. <laughs> well, that's that's tougher to explain. <laughs> Hold on, the a grad photo does change things because uh-huh. that is a event. Yes, it's a life event akin to a wedding. I it see is. what you're saying. It yeah. might get to stay because they pose together in their grad photo, like the yeah. school one. Yeah. 
Oh, did you guys have that? I guess you would have. You went to the same school as your brother, I'm assuming. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't get a I didn't get a photo with my bear wrangling. We didn't ex. have couples photos. Yeah, neither did we. Yeah, I didn't. I, no. Yeah, I haven't seen that. That's before, a up bold until move because about zero percent of those relationships are going to last. <laughs> I know it's a very bold move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a gamble. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. If you got a story here, um, Catherine, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys feeling? Good, good. Good. Uh, so you ended up being the ex that people preferred, right? That's true. So how did this go? Did, would you hear about it secondhand, or would people flat out say it to your face? No, I, I heard it firsthand. Um, my ex and I obviously were divorced, but I had called my ex-mother-in-law so that the kids could talk to their grandparents. Yeah. And her and I were chit-chatting a little bit, and uh, I mentioned something about my ex's new wife, and her exact words were, Oh, honey, don't even get me started about that woman. Oh, oh, damn. Oh, so, oh, oh. boy, yeah. And, of course, you are like, oh, well, tell me more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? Your little drama. So but- you're the one that everyone is happy about. Yeah, absolutely. Now, being on that end of things, does it make you feel good? Oh, it made me feel so good. Yeah, right? It made me so good. Like, her and I could chat like like nothing had changed, and she did not like the new wife. I was like, yes! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure the new wife did not like you. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly, yeah. All right, okay, thanks, Catherine. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. Love yeah. the show. Oh, thanks. thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Like, that's on the better, the better end of things, it is. right? I mean, you don't want to hear anybody, like, smack talking. Gonna be a little feather in your cap. Really? Yeah. Be a feather in oh, your yeah. cap. A little extra skip in your step. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that you would bring up in your worst moments to the, <laughs> <laughs> to the father of your children. I'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah. that's slide now. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, My husband's parents had pictures of him and his ex up on the walls of their house for years. A few years after they broke up, the pictures still stayed. We had now been together for a while. So it's the her new husband his ex on the walls of his parents' house. Well, they had a house fire. And while they were recovering things from the house, my husband's dad said, well, thankfully, we were able to recover the pictures of you and -and so-and-so. Oh, All your belongings burnt, but that one photo did not burn. My husband was like, why? I don't have any contact now with my in-laws. He has low contact with his parents. Oh, boy. Do parents always know what they're doing? Uh, no. no I think I don't sometimes think so. really they just don't think of it. I, do, I think you don't think of it. So it's up to the child, uh-huh. the new love in their life. To, you got to say something, mom and dad, right? Yeah. What if you... Yes. Uh, like, you're making this weird. Yeah. yeah. What if you yes, distract you the parent? Like, let's say it's a photo on the wall uh-huh. situation. You go to your parents' place, bring another photo, <laughs> and just when they're not looking, swap it out. Just yep. swap it in there. And then just play dumb and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I never dated Melissa. Who's this Melissa you're talking about? Wiper. Yeah, yeah. I've, she never you, existed. Dad, you doing okay? You're talking crazy. <laughs> Gaslight him. I wonder if like like you like you said like as a as a child you almost have to say to your parent like do you realize how hurtful you're being? I don't think parents care. No, they what? don't. You don't think they'd they care like, about hurting someone like, else's feeling? No. Yeah, I, I hope oh, sometimes that's awful. they just don't realize. Yeah. 
Like maybe they were more like, oh, thank God we saved the pictures of you, my boy. Right. Oh, it didn't sound like that. Because uh. once a picture goes up at a parent's, like how often do parents change their decor? Like once a picture is hung in a parent's house, for a it's time. there forever. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think they necessarily, I don't think it's a shot across a bow. Yeah. They just don't ever change their decor. No. Oh. No, not at all. Yeah, maybe. Who mm. knows? Yeah, while you're redoing their pictures, like freshen up a lot of things in the house. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what happened with uh, my brother's photo on the wall. I wonder if he took it and hung it up in his house. <laughs> maybe he's buried with your mom. Oh, maybe, maybe it is. He's with somebody else now. I she's hope not. So. <laughs> I'll never let go. <laughs> um, Colette, what's up with your uh, hubby Zex? Uh, so we're all friends now, and his sister just got married, so she was in the wedding party, and uh, we were all at the bridal shower, and nobody really knew that they dated at any time. And for some reason, his mother had to put it in the conversation that they used to date and they used to, you know, get it on and like all that stuff. Oh, damn. Oh, no. (laughs) And like, we laugh about it now. So then when it came down to the wedding pictures and and, uh, we call her our sister wife now because just to annoy his mom. (laughs) And uh, so we actually had wedding pictures done where it was just her and my husband and then his sister together just to like, you know, yeah. just to make her annoyed at the whole thing. But yeah, oh, that was... Yeah. Uh, just kind of poke the bear. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, it's quite funny. We, yeah, like I said, we call her our sister wife and we love her. But yeah, it's just... It, and I love how pictures and, yeah, I love how your mom it, just like, just adds to it. Oh, I, it just pours yeah. the gas on the fire, hey? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but like, to her it makes, it makes us look bad but at the same time like we just love it it's hilarious like everybody's good friends but it just doesn't seem to register <laughs> oh exactly yeah yeah oh that's good okay thanks for sharing that yeah. call thanks yeah, call thanks. you're welcome okay take bye. care bye oh boy <laughs> I'm seeing a trend here. This well, text, it does this, seem to be. This text here, 56789, says, please keep me anonymous. When two people break up, friends and family also grieve the loss of an ex. Not all the time. <laughs> I guess when it depends how long the relationship is. Like, I'm thinking now, if any of my siblings uh, left their partners, I'd be, I'd be sad. Yeah. Like, you grow these, yeah. their partners become your brothers, your sisters. Sure. But, like, are you still allowed to talk to them? Or is that weird now? I think depending... Because, like, some people have, like, good friendships yes. with them. Yeah. Do you just break that off? Well, no. Well, I don't think you break it off. I think you just become quiet. you got to become stealthy about so it. So you got to be secretive about be your friends. Be secret friends <laughs> and then keep your mouth shut when they start seeing somebody else. That's important. You know what I mean? Just, like, you got to learn that when to keep your yeah. mouth shut. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Limit what you're sharing. Limit what you're sharing. Just play dumb and be like, oh, I don't know. I, don't, mm-hmm. I haven't really spoken to him in a bit. Yeah. This text here, 56789, says, hey, guys, it's not even pictures in the house. My fiance's family are very good friends with his ex-girlfriend on Facebook. And I don't get it. I think it's very disrespectful to me. They had only dated for a few months. They don't have any kids. There's no reason to be attached to this person. We've been together with four years, and they still Facebook and friends with her all the time. Oh, they're just good friends. Like liking some photos. Hmm? Sharing memories. Oh, <laughs> remember last oh. summer. <laughs> How about this text? How much fun did we have last summer? <laughs> Says, I've been with my boyfriend for 13 years, and his mom still will not add me on any social media platform. Oh, she is still good friends with his ex, though. It's also his baby mama, so maybe there's something there. Mm. Uh-huh. You have to accept. You have to add the other person. Yeah, maybe that's how mom uh, carpent- car compartmentalizes, though. 
the X is digital friends. Yeah. And you get to be IRL friends with mom. Because Maybe. being the child, the mother of the grandchild isesn't compartmentalized enough. It's not enough. No, it's not. <laughs> it's tricky. <laughs> it's gray areas. Yeah. Um, Margaret, how are you doing today? I'm excellent. How about you guys? Hi, good, good. good. Um, what's up with your uh, aunt? We got a, a dramatic Uh-oh. aunt here. Yeah, she's not dramatic. She's really actually crazy. Auntie Betty oh. Ann. Oh, oh, oh we got names wedding, too. <laughs> yeah, at, yeah. No, it's fine that she knows she won't be listening. Um, at our wedding, she was sitting at a table of our friends. They didn't know each other. And after some casual conversation, she says to my friend, yeah, maybe, maybe Margaret should have married you. Um, and I heard about all this stuff after the next day. She also had made another family member cry. Oh. She was uh, quizzing all of the, the the ushers about what's in the middle of the earth, the molten lava, and it, it was crazy. What? She is. She now lives. She actually lives in a mental health group home now. Oh um, my god! Because she is. She was seeing things, hearing things, doing things, and oh. we actually poured her into a cab at the end of the night where she slammed the door after saying, I'm so sorry to my other mother. Oh. I'm so sorry your marriage life was so awful. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Oh, wow. God. No, I was crazy. Yeah, I bet. All right. Okay, thanks, Margaret. Thanks, Margaret. Yeah. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. You cannot say to another person, like, oh, I really wish that Rachel married you. Especially not on the wedding day. <laughs> yeah, especially not even yeah. after that. You can't say that. That one's tough. Like, what's, oh, I really wish my daughter married you instead of her current husband. What's the appropriate time frame? There is it does happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, no. <laughs> we got Anonymous hanging on. How you doing, Anonymous? I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, for quite some time there, your family, uh, your entire family preferred your ex over your current spouse? Yeah, well, it was sort of subtle, so just a bit of relevant background. The man I had been with was really rich old money from England for a while, Um, and I broke up with him because he was a (laughs) D-bag, so I left him, and him and my now, you know, person I'm married to, they both have, uh, their names start with the same letter, and so for the longest time, my family would, like, at reunions or something, they'd be like, they would call him by my old partner's name, and I'd say, like, what, you know that's not his name, like, oh, you know, same thing, or you might get back together with him and stuff, and they liked this old guy just because he had so much money, um, and there'd be jokes all the time about how we were going to go get married in a castle. And oh, all oh, no. They saw the opulence of this guy. They saw the fairy tale. Yes, exactly. And I, even my lived experience of saying like, yeah, he's rich, but he's kind of mean to me. Um, I don't know. It's not. They didn't, didn't care. But <laughs> it just wasn't. Yeah. So, I mean, like right in front of my now spouse, they would call him by that name. And um, it, it was, re- I had to eventually get quite upset with some of my aunts and stuff. And then my mom had told me too, when I broke up with this guy, oh, I feel like I lost this son. And I was like comforting her. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> oh, no. And I'm like, and now, I mean, my current husband, not to break, but, you know, he's a uh, scientist. He works Whoa. on cancer research, curing Whoa. cancer. Wow, awesome. He's so great. And so now they've come around because they're like, oh, he's a good person. He's <laughs> but 
they, it was, it, it took so long for them to even start calling him by the right name. And I know that one of my aunts had a picture of me and my ex hung up in their house for years after that relationship ended. Damn. Wow. So it's not just moms, it's aunts too. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally, they were like, he's old and rich and English and you should marry him. Yeah, I think all, all they needed to know. Kind of sounds like all your aunts had the hots for him. Yeah. <laughs> They were real awkward about it. They're like, have you heard him talk? His accent. And I'm like, <laughs> You're like bring him by. Mm. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks, Anonymous. <laughs> okay. Take care, guys. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So this is pretty cool. We announced this earlier. Musicians keep rolling into Edmonton and fans are in for a treat. Oh, yeah. When three-time Grammy winner Pink comes to town next summer. Big news. It's a big yeah. show. Playing Commonwealth. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. She's bringing her summer carnival tour to Commonwealth Stadium on August the 31st. Tickets go on sale to the general public on Monday. But in the meantime, uh, you're going to have a chance to win them here. So if you head on over to our website, 1023nowradio.com, you can enter to win a pair of tickets to sit front row. And then Friday, right here at Now Radio, is going to be Pinkapalooza. Yeah. How about that? Where we are going to be giving away tickets starting at 6 a.m. all the way till 6 p.m. Oh my god, I'm so excited. It's going to be so much fun. That is a ton of tickets. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a ton of tickets. And if you enter online, you can win what row? Front row. Oh! Yeah. That's very cool. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of people who are texting and saying that they had tickets to see her in Vancouver and we were canceled. Yeah, that mm. sucks. Eh? They yeah, say that's... we got a red rescheduled date, but like if we don't have to travel... Yeah. Oh, yeah. For we'll sure. see her That's here. Huge. Yeah. 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 Stay home, mm-hmm. right? Sleep in your own bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good show, and it's exciting that she's coming here. Also, some people are like, "Well, the rumor was was that Taylor was gonna come at the end of August." Mm. Well, so yeah, I, don't I don't know if that's gonna happen. Well. Never know. I you never know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. This is a big show, though. Pink, obviously gigantic. She's huge, bringing Cheryl huge. Crow with her. Yeah, Cheryl yeah. Crow's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. The tour will hit just 17 cities. Toronto is the only other Canadian stop. Oh. Oh, this is big then. Yeah, yeah. this is big. Really? So it's like, it's us, it's Toronto, and that's it. So it's going to be so much fun. 1023nowradio.com to enter to win a pair of front row tickets. It's going to be pretty neat. Mm-hmm. And join us Friday for Pinkapalooza. All right. Remember yesterday morning, we had that story in the news about the uh, crash with the LRT. Uh, apparently, a car crashed into the Valley Line Southeast LRT yesterday morning. We had it in traffic. And that person was driving a stolen vehicle. So after they hit the train, there's footage of them just running away. The footage is funny. <laughs> People are recording it on the train, and you see this guy booking it. Yeah. He's like, I'm out! <laughs> the driver hit the northbound train at 66th Street, just south of White Mud Drive at around 8 a.m. The driver of the vehicle failed to obey signage, struck the train, and then got out of the car and ran like the wind. Videos that were taken by LRT commuters show the person running away shortly after the crash. Not only was the vehicle stolen, it didn't match the license plate that it was on. So, vehicle stolen, license plate stolen. Our poor new train. I know. <laughs> it just takes a beating. Like well, it's been hit how many times now? People don't know how to obey signs. Yeah. Don't turn right. <laughs> I just, how do you not see a train coming? Well, they're so quiet. They're so big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how do you not see new it? Trains are so streamlined quiet. and whisper quiet. <sighs> how do you not see it? You're just, well, in this situation, it's a great Well, one. So they're just getting out Yeah, they out were up to no good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and on the loose, right? 
Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah I don't away. think, yeah, I don't got think away. anyone got him. Yeah, uh, they uh, haven't got him yet. The damage to the car is up in the app. It did a, the train did a number on it. Uh-huh. Trains typically win these fights, front and back. But look at the train in the background. Breathtaking! It is so gorgeous. nice. It's a gorgeous Great train. Looking train, and that's yeah. a beautiful area. Like the uh, the train tracks around that area, gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, you're right though. It is a fight that the train will win every time. Yeah, undefeated. If I saw the guy run away and I'm the conductor, yeah, I'm just going. I'm like, see you later. Oh, like the train? The train must go on. Yeah, train must go on. Why? Well, how much damage is on the train? Do we, do stop. Make sure everything's clean. Yeah. Do we have a photo of the it's train? Fine. It's fine. He's <laughs> got a good feeling. With the, <laughs> with the amount of damage on this car, I'm, I'm guessing the front of the train is gone again. They don't talk about the damage to the train at all because it's just fiberglass. Oh, whatever. And I don't want to see a smashed up train zipping through because that'll be the time like someone new is in town and they're uh-huh. like, oh, look at this train, and then this old beat up train comes by with a smashed front end. Sometimes the- you got to send a message. To I don't think we to need drivers. To, well, We're no, not messing around to get out of the way. Yeah, that's right. Get out of the way. I'll keep going. <laughs> we ain't fixing our trains. No, I'll keep mm. going. But Crash is right. That picture would be the one that, like, oh. when next month's train monthly goes out around the world yeah. of new trains opening. Yeah, and there's Edmonton's new train. Yeah, we'll busted front end, front front page. They'll we, change our Google image of the city to that. Would could the train still look as sleek and modern if it had like, one of those cow catch, catchers on the front? Oh, the big uh, plate, the big ram bar. Yeah. That pushes things off the track. Yeah. Would it still look cool? I think so. If you paint it blue. Right? Just yeah. kind of match the, sleek, the sleekness of the train. Get her done. Yeah. Um, they do say, it. by the way, driving around, like if you see tracks, expect a train. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's From a big either direction. Yeah. yeah. This intersection is going to have a gate. They say, to. remember to wait for a green light before you turn right across the tracks. Like, and if it says don't turn, don't turn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there is some debate about whether they should have arms at some of these intersections. Yeah. I sort of like that armless look. I like it too, but I, th- I think... It does. In this area especially, I've been through here a couple times, it looks clean. Yes. It does. It looks big city. Yeah, an arm would make it look obnoxious, like around uh, Southgate. But I don't, uh-huh. think, I don't think we're good enough drivers. I, yeah, I don't think we can... I think we can. I think we're just taking some get used to. Because, yeah, that all all along like 111th there, Ugh. where you yeah. follow the LRT. Oh, God. I know. Yeah. So many arms yeah. and lights. So many arms. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I think it'll take a couple more hits before we decide. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe surprised. Give me some hard lessons to be learned. <laughs> Someone said a cow catcher. Put a cow catcher at the front of the train. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's the most Alberta thing to do. Yeah. Just keep going. Instead of the arm, like we've said before, maybe just a flashing light. Just as a quick reminder to be like, hey, don't turn. No, because people will be like, that means I do turn. <laughs> and then they'll go, great means go. Oh, God. And I think because of uh, the actual train that goes through the city, I think we have some PTSD of around those flashing lights. Oh. It sets people off. That, yeah, that is a long wait. Because we don't trust the wait. And if you see a blinking light, but no train yet, you, you might gun it. Yeah. Because you don't want to wait. <laughs> uh, Tron at 56789 says, good morning. I agree with Mars. I drove past that accident yesterday. Car destroyed. Train totally fine. Oh. Keep it rolling. Oh, oh, okay. Full and biscuit. Yep. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Mm. Damn right. Okay. What? Yeah, yeah. Damn no. right. That train does look good in that picture. It's a good so looking nice. train. It's a very sexy looking train. Low floor. I didn't realize how much I hated a high floor. Yeah, yeah. Until I saw a low floor. I know. I think I want to take a ride on it. Give it a shot. 
This text here says, I don't understand how the trams in Europe can get around with no lights. They share lanes of traffic. There's no accidents. Why is it like this here? Well, I think they're just used they're to just it. Used to, just yeah, they're used yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Toronto. The the trains drive along with traffic on just like regular tracks. It's like how when we travel like somewhere warmer, tracks. like you see you see news footage of cities that get some stone. There's accidents everywhere. We're like, well, we do it. Yeah, well, it's because yeah. we do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. Used you're just used, get used to it. Mm-hmm. Someone says we need a big F-350 Iron Cross bumper on our trains. Sure. That's, Maybe. That's <laughs> going to be the real test because this is pickup country. Like, sure, a train can do it oh. on a little sedan. Yeah. But there's some larger vehicles out here than just sedans. If it hits a Ram, mm-hmm. hits well, a dually. I think the train's going to win in a Ram. Well, there's going to be damage, though. I don't know. That might take the train out of commission for a bit. Just keep rolling. Mm-hmm. Go right through it. What about Stop a for no one. If they just move faster, yeah. 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 <laughs> Push it right off the track. Off you go. All right, this is kind of cool. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for some streets that you might recognize while watching Netflix. A new series that was shot here in Alberta. It's making debut on the streaming service later this week. It's called My Life with the Walter Boys. It's an upcoming Netflix original coming-of-age series based on the 2014 novel of the same name. It's going to be a 10-episode television series. It was filmed in Calgary and the surrounding areas around Calgary. So if you know that area, you might recognize some of the streets. I know. When they said Calgary and surrounding, I'm like, are they considering Edmonton surrounding? <laughs> surrounding, so I no. Did a more research? No. <laughs> I think they stay a little south. Yeah, but if you know south. that area, that's kind of cool. Mm. The series follows a 15-year-old Manhattanite, Jackie Howard, who has to learn how to adapt in new life in rural Colorado. Oh. Oh. And apparently we look a lot like rural Colorado, so... We got them Rockies. We sure do. So that's kind of cool. It will be available on Netflix on December the 7th. Mm. We told you yesterday about Mastermind Toys um, on the brink of bankruptcy, and it looks like it will be rescued. Um, The prominent Canadian retailer announced yesterday morning that it has entered into a deal with Unity Acquisitions to see the majority of its 66 locations remain open and a significant portion of the employees will stay on. Oh, that's good. That's really good news. However, though, they do have to shut down 18 locations. According to the release, stores will remain open during the holiday season, and um, that will continue. What was the problem? Too big, too fast? Because, like, they really increased their footprint, right? I don't know. I don't know. Because they had smaller locations, then they they got the big boy in South Common there. You know who is backing uh, Mastermind Toys? The co-founder of Club Monaco? Oh, damn Club Monaco. And uh, the Is founder... Is Club Monaco Canadian? And the founder of Joe Fresh. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> oh, Those are the, I thought that was just a superstore that's, thing. That's Unity. Oh. Those are the... That's who backs Unity. Joe oh. Fresh. Uh, wasn't he a dragon for a bit? Was on he? Dragon's Den. Joe, the Joe oh, Fresh he guy? Was. he was. Yeah, you're oh. right. The Joe Fresh guy was on Dragon's oh, Den. Oh, Interesting. Yeah, that's right. So the stores that will close here in Edmonton is the Windermere location. Uh, That one is still set to close. And I think, just let me look through, that's the only one in Edmonton. So the rest of them will remain open. How many do we have? We got South Common. That's the only one I know of. I didn't even know Windermere had one. I'm the same as these. Yeah, I just knew about the South Common. I feel like there's probably one north side. Possibly. Mm. 170th have one? There's one over by the mall? Oh, was there? Is there? I don't think so. So that's good news then. At least, uh, at least the majority of them here in the city. Uh, we got three. So we're keeping two. One seventieth. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. Two out of three ain't bad. It's a meatloaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. They've been purchased. 
Oh, there's some in Sherwood Park. There's one in Sherwood Park, St. Albert. Hey, there you oh, go. Are, uh-huh. they, are they keeping the name Mastermind, or are they going to be Unities? No, now? they're Mastermind. <laughs> Unity Toys. Unity is the like the financial company. The investment company. Yeah, they're the investment company that's gotcha. taking people out of bankruptcy. Because mm. Mastermind does, does it fills a niche. There's some there's some cool stuff in there you don't find everywhere else. I just picture wooden toys. Yeah. Like Santa's workshop, <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of. They got cool stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. They also have like eighteen thousand dollars stuffed giraffes. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! You got in the market. <laughs> if you're in the market, eighteen thousand dollars. Pricey <laughs> stuffed animals. Oh uh, but there's some real cool stuff in there. Hmm. Huh. I love a mastermind trip. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. All right, you can give yourself the Heimlich on the back of a chair. We've talked about this a few times, and we only mention it because a 21 year old woman in Spain was choking on a piece of turkey last Wednesday. Oh. And decided her best option was to shove a toothbrush down her throat. Nope. Yeah, I don't think that's your best option. She jammed the dull end of it, so not the brush side, but the dull side, down into her esophagus to try to scoop out and clear the obstruction. And the good news is, is it actually worked. She dislodged the turkey so she could breathe again, but the bad news is, is in doing so, she then swallowed the toothbrush. Oh, God. She tried to hang on to the bristles, but once the turkey, because she didn't pull the turkey out, she pushed it down. Uh Once the turkey went down, the brush just followed it. She went to ER. She explained the situation where they said, okay, lady, have a seat. And she was like, nobody believes me. They didn't. Well, she's sitting there while there's a toothbrush in her throat. Yep. They took her into the x-ray room. They x-rayed her, and that was when they realized, oh, my God, this woman swallowed a toothbrush. Mm -hmm. They then had to sedate her, and it took 40 minutes for them to take out the toothbrush. They pulled it up through her mouth so she didn't need surgery. They went and got it? Yeah. Well, yeah, you can't pass it. Well, I thought they'd, like, cut it out. Nope, they went in and fished it out. Throat and pull it out. Well, how did they... They probably have a little grabby thing, like tilt your head back. People can put swords down there, so you can probably jam something else with a little hook. I guess. Right? Yeah, I guess. What did they use? Let me see. She said, I think they use like a little hook thing. Oh, oh. surgical twine. They, yeah, they, re, they, well, they like to. They lassoed it. Yeah. Yeah, they lassoed it. Mm-hmm. They looped the head of the toothbrush with surgical twine and pulled it out back through the esophagus. The last thing that they wanted to do was surgery. Hmm. She said she woke up with a toothbrush next to her on the bedside table, saying, I was just bl- glad that I could breathe properly. They again. laid it beside her. They're, They're like, like, here Look you go. At this. <laughs> What's your toothbrush? <laughs> about what you've done. I'll just keep it out of her arm's reach. She's yeah, like, I was like, you go. <laughs> got to brush your teeth. I've got a little tickle down there. Yeah. <laughs> oh you God. know how it goes. Yeah. Just got to brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. All right. Most people probably wouldn't have a problem keeping an abandoned $20 bill that they found in a parking lot. They're probably not going to put a lot of effort into finding its rightful owner. But let me ask you this. What if you found $1,000? It's a good day for it. It's on the ground. Perfect. Mm -hmm. It's banded up and loose or it's in an envelope? What's the the condition of the money? It's in an envelope. Envelope, no no context on the envelope, nothing. Just like a white envelope. That's mine. Do you give a look over your shoulder? Oh, yeah, yeah. I pick it up and look like I'm, like, looking for someone, like... <laughs> like a fake note after a parking lot accident. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You know it. <laughs> if I asked you this question five years ago, what do you think the answer would be? 
five years ago would be like, I'm going to return it. I'm going to bring it to the police. And yeah. what do you think the answer is now? Oh, I'm taking that cash. Yeah. Mine. All right. Crash is 100% correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Times are tough. Times are tough. Right? A poll asked thousands of pe- people what they would do if they found $1,000 on the ground in an envelope. White envelope, no markings. Mm-hmm. And 57% of people say that they would keep it if there was no one else around. Well, yeah, you do the quick little look and you're like, eh, whatever. By the way, when it comes to women versus men, women were just slightly more likely to say that they would keep it over men. Hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because you give a look around. If you see someone looking like on the ground. Sure. Yeah. They're it. looking under to. cars. You have to. Yeah. Although they might be looking if they're, they have an oil leak. Or they <laughs> saw you open up the thing and they're, oh yeah, that's my money. <laughs> I'd be like, no, sure it's not. it is. No, it's not. Because yeah. if it is, let's say we were talking about Mastermind in South Common there. Let's say you found it like in a South Common parking lot where there's 40 different stores. Yeah. Mm. Like, you, do you take it into a store? No. No. Because it could be any store. Exactly. Yeah. What 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 do you do with time? Take it to the police? That's what they they recommend that you should do. Is to take it to the police, and in that situation, if no one comes, if no one calls the police, do you get that money back, or it's just gone? You made a donation. I think you get it. Oh, but I think it has to sit there for like thirty, months? sixty, ninety days. Oh God, that would have been spent within hours. I guess you could take yourself a finder's fee before you turn it in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, take a little off the top, take a little taste. Yeah. People say in the study that the thing that would make them feel bad about taking the money is if it was somebody's rent. Well, you can't think about that. It could be anything. It could be someone's last bit of cash. Could have been blood money, though, too. Could have been for a hit. You oh. could have just saved a life. Oh, my God. That yeah. could have been a down payment for a hit man. Yeah. A thousand bucks, though. That could have been money that someone would have bought drugs with and died. You saved someone again. So right. there's actually good good reasons to take the money out of the park. Great reasons. <laughs> Some people are texting and saying, would you worry about the cameras in the parking lot? No. We didn't steal anything. For what? It was there. Yeah, you just picked it up. Yeah, I didn't break into a car or a business. It was there. You didn't do anything wrong. Right? Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's not wrong. Some people are saying it that if it was in South Common, they would go store to store and let people know that they Who's found it. Who's got that much time? Oh, I'm not going to I'm calling store. major BS on because that. Because I'll tell you what, if I was the cashier at Old Navy, I'd be like, oh, it's mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, that's my rent. Oh, my God, that's my rent. Did you just find it outside of this store? Yeah. I just dropped it. Oh, my yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're in like a, a standalone store, maybe... Like if it's just like one store there and here's the parking lot and it's pretty obvious, the, the chance of someone being in that store and dropping it is pretty good. Maybe. What would you do, Haley? Are you keeping it or are you turning it in? Oh, I'm keeping it. Oh, Haley's keeping it. I'm keeping it. Yeah. She's keeping it, it and heading to value take buds. it out of your pocket. Yeah. If I see, <laughs> she would take it out of your pocket. If I see you drop it, I'm scooping it before you notice it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Crash. She would go right to value buds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, if you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> they know me well there. Yeah. <laughs> they treat me really nicely. Haley, you found more money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got to pay off her tab. <laughs> yeah. Some people were saying they wouldn't turn the money in. They would just give their phone number to the stores. Not a bad idea. Because now you're trusting that clerk to do the right thing. Uh-huh. But, like, what's that? So I just get my mom to call you to say that she dropped it. Oh, good point. What do you mean? Well, I'm the clerk. You give me your phone number. I'm like, sure, if anybody comes in, I'll pass it along. And then all of a sudden, Sue calls you. And she's like, I dropped $1,000. I see what you're saying. And all of a sudden, me and my mom are on our way to Vegas. Yeah. Bye. Mm-hmm. Or the cashier actually just calls. Or I just call you later. <laughs> yeah, you don't know every cashier's voice. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't say we don't say what was found or how much money it was. You say yeah. something was in the parking lot. Found some cash in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, that's even. not bad. That's, that's not good point. Bad. Yeah, you got to give a description of how much. Yeah, mm-hmm. found some cash. How much is it? Yeah. What if they don't know? 
Well, well, you should know if you have yeah. an envelope of money. Yeah, if you no lost it. No one just has it. a loose, uh, random amount of money in an envelope. <laughs> I don't know. What if, like, Crash is like, can you put this in the bank? And I'm like, sure. And I take the envelope and I drop it. I don't know how much he put in there. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not giving you that money. That's pretty. No, it's because that situation's never happened. <laughs> no. <laughs> that ain't happening. Um, this text here says, I would feel worse losing $1,000. Compared to how good... Well, yeah, of course you'd feel worse losing $1,000. <laughs> what kind of text is that? What does that even mean? Compared to how good it would feel to find 1000 Well, yeah, it would feel horrible to lose it. It'd feel pretty good to find it, too. <laughs> yeah. It would feel amazing to find it. Because yeah. then if you found it and gave it away, you both... You lost it again. Yeah, it's a double loss. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, just keep that cash. If, just, no, one's, yeah. if no one's looking, don't worry about it. Yeah. There's no, like, legitimate reason to have... A thousand dollars in an unmarked envelope. It is for nefarious. That's that's nefarious money. Yeah, and people are like, uh, people are texting too. They're like, who's paying their rent in cash? Sketch. But maybe you're. Um, so it can't be. It can't be rent. But maybe you're like, I don't know. Like maybe like I'm going to give. Although I guess you would. Just, <laughs> that's blood money. I'm just trying to think because if I want to give you, Gingy, I want to give you a thousand dollars. How do I give you a thousand dollars? E transfer them. <laughs> I don't think I can. You can. I don't think my e-transfer allows me to transfer that much. Well, the average bank account can, so mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be an e-transfer. You at least put it in a card or something. <laughs> like if let's say it was a gift. Let's say it was you're heading to a wedding. No, like let's say you came just to me. No, you came to me and you're like, Marzi, I um, made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I can't tell Rachel. I'm in over my head. I'm in over my head. Yeah. I, and I'm not going to put it in a card. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to give you $1,000 cash. Sorry you had a bad night at the strippers. I'm not yeah. going to e-transfer you, and we'll just keep it quiet to keep your marriage alive. Because Big Jimmy's coming for my knees. That's right. Oh, my God. Here's 1000 bones. But again, that's, that's, blood, that's blood money. Yeah, so that's if you lose that money, yeah. it's fair game for someone else to take it. Because mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's, the money is for bad reasons. That wasn't for rent or for my child's medicine. <laughs> Because I had a weekend yeah. that Rachel must never know about. I got your back, bud. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. But if you lose it, I'm taking yeah. it. <laughs> oh, big Jimmy and Mars. <laughs> this text here says, I was at a Walmart self-checkout. So I dropped something. I went down to pick it up, and I found a $100 bill. Oh, that's a win. Oh, your groceries are paid for. I asked the lady at the Walmart desk if she knew if anybody dropped it. She said, I do, and ran outside after a lady that she thought it was, but she couldn't find her. I said, oh, well, I guess you can keep it for her. Here's my phone number and my business card. What? If anyone comes looking for it, that's cool, but no one ever did. Oh, oh. that lady just pocketed the hundy. You should have taken it. That's really nice. If I, I'm trying to think of myself. If I found $100 on the floor at Walmart, would I tell the mine. Walmart bagging no. people? No, no, not at all. It's 100 bucks. Yeah. I debated on keeping a woman's visa the other day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it was stuck in the machine. <laughs> <laughs> This text here says, I took $1,000 U.S. cash to Vegas when my husband and I got married. It was in a white envelope, no markings. Hmm. People carry cash. Sure. People carry cash. Yes, but like- yeah, it's, I think it's very rare that it's good money. This text here says, I legitimately lost $1,000 in an envelope and it wasn't for anything nefarious. I was going to give it to my dad if he needed the money. He fell out of my sweatpants just outside of my truck. Yeah, but what, what year was this? <laughs> I was going to if he needed money. So you're just swinging by to see if he needed a thousand dollars today. Also, sweatpants. <laughs> and I have a thousand questions. <laughs> no one has done any good business with a thousand dollars in their sweatpants. That's a good point. I think you'd be surprised. That's Jean money. It's called stealth wealth. That's Jean yeah. money. That's Ed Hardy money. That's stealth wealth. Uh, you sweatpants pockets are 
the worst pockets known. Oh today. my god, yeah, everything falls out of them, especially thousands of dollars. Yeah, you don't put money in those. This text here says my mom takes a thousand dollars cash out when she comes here to visit. It's her budget to spend. What does she keep it in? Yeah, probably her purse and her wallet. I don't think she's walking around with an envelope of cash. <laughs> I, I think you'd be surprised. I don't think Because so. people don't want to shove that into a wallet. I think they do. <laughs> I think they want to make damn sure they're hanging on to their $1,000. Yes. You so you somewhere safe. You fit it in there. This text here says, guys, I paid $1,000 a month to keep my horses at a barn outside of town. White envelope in my glove compartment. Is this a mobster's... <laughs> Horse stable? <laughs> Who's paying cash <laughs> for rent? <laughs> this sounds like a sketchy stable. <laughs> I don't know. Just buying a car. I had a $5,000 cash in my pocket the other day in a white envelope. Mm. I See, I think people are moving money, you guys. All right. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, no one trusts anyone with electronic stuff anymore. I guess. You got to pay cash. Yeah. This text here says, we went bowling one time. I left to go to the bathroom and in the stall there was a wallet. I checked inside to see the ID and when I opened it up, $2,000 cash in it. Yoink. I returned it for the sake of bad karma, but it was tempting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the wallet's wallet. totally different. Yeah. You the have, wallet is different. You have yeah, a way to contact that There's person. a face to that money now. Yeah. You're, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, as soon as you put a face to it, you're like, ah, damn, the guilt. This text here says, my husband found a bag. Worth $1,000 of cash in it in a grocery store outside sitting in a grocery cart. That's a, wild. A bag like a... Like a money bag? Like a money bag. Or like a Safeway bag they filled just with say, cash? Or a Safeway bag filled with cash. Hmm, that's sketch money. But you slowly take you it. take it? Make sure... I would cover my license plate. Actually, I wouldn't even get in my vehicle. <laughs> I'd walk away and be away from my vehicle for an hour. <laughs> that way they don't ever see the vehicle that I got in. Uh-huh. It's just so you walk off camera? Yeah, I just walk off. All I know... Of, I'm not worried about camera. I'm worried about someone else watching. Oh, from someone else car. watching <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. All I know of envelopes filled with money is the Sopranos and Tony's <laughs> captains, Polly, Chrissy, handing him envelopes... Full of cash. Yeah, it doesn't end well. No, they just always has how they. That's how they moved money was in mm. envelopes. Yeah, it's a good week. Mm. They hand them the envelope. <laughs> Here's what I want to know from you guys this morning: seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Do you have large amounts of cash, and where are you keeping it? <laughs> Well, I guess you don't have to tell us like in your house, obviously. And your safe number. <laughs> but no, not like that. But like, are you like are you transporting large amounts of money? <laughs> I think people are. Someone, there's no name on this text, but they nail it. They say, what else is a wallet for if not to put money? <laughs> and a <laughs> thousand bucks, like, like 10 hundies, you're good. You can fit it you in there. You can fit that in your wallet. No problem. I don't know why people keep it in envelopes. Because they're up to no good. Yeah, you're because you, you, yeah, you don't want a record of it. But it, there's still a record of it. You're just, I think the bank hands it to you in an envelope and you just don't take it out. It does look good. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. appealing to the eye, a stuffed, a, an envelope stuffed. Feels full. good. And then when you smack someone across the face with mm-hmm. it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> uh, why are you carrying large amounts of money? Is it in a white envelope? Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about um, why do you have money in a white envelope? Because uh, Ginger and Crash are saying, like, no, I don't think people are running around with white envelopes. And I think the now family has proven you guys wrong. Not for legitimate reasons. Yes, it ain't legit. These were all legit reasons. Blood money. People are saying if it's a legit reason, it's in a brown envelope from the bank. Oh, I don't think it's in a brown envelope. Banks give browns. Yeah. Banks give white. Mm. Don't they give white envelopes? If you're, it depends. They'll ask what you're up to. If you're buying drugs or a weapon, they hold up the envelope. You're like, "Mm." (laughs) it's a a white (laughs) weekend. It's for revenge. (laughs) 
Look here, Trisha5679 says, I went to Nashville a few weeks ago. $1,500 US cash in a white envelope. That's exactly how the bank handed it to me. Mm-hmm. I got to the airport and I realized I grabbed my wallet, my purse, my passport. No envelope, no cash. Just because the bank hands you money, like I've exchanged money to travel. Yeah. I then take that money and put it in my wallet. That's what wallets are for. Like stuff it in. So I have a wallet. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we keep it in the white envelope, but we do. You take a couple grand to go to Vegas. Yeah. You're now like using that envelope to pay for things in Vegas? <laughs> it's always in an envelope in my purse. <laughs> Isn't that weird? If she's going to Vegas, Ginge. Yeah. What I mean, does it fit in my wallet? Well, no, yeah, of course. Nothing can hold that kind <laughs> nothing. of thing. Nothing. I can barely get a purse. <laughs> I get my business wheelbarrow. <laughs> I head to the vault. You guys don't have that? Yeah. <laughs> this text here says, keep me anonymous. I just renovated my house. Everything I paid for was in cash. Mm-hmm. The electrical, the furnace, the hot water tank, and flooring, all in a white envelope delivered to the business. The biggest purchase, $7,400 in a white envelope. Oh, okay. Damn. Okay. Damn. Back in the day, the white envelope was just filled with Canadian tire money. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fat stack, yeah. and it's forty-eight dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's the white envelope. Uh, James, how are you doing today? Hey, good, thanks. Good, good. Uh, you were walking around with a, a cash-filled white envelope, right? Well, that, uh, I've done white envelopes many times. I have a problem. I buy and sell too many cars. Oh, okay. I won't. I won't accept a, a certified check because it's too easy to forge. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the and the amounts are more than you can transfer. So it's all I. I only accept cash. So my last one was thirty five grand. I'm walking around with a massive envelope of cash. Thirty five thousand dollars. Cash. How thick was that envelope? Oh, yeah. It was hundreds, probably. Yeah. Five inches. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the fattest stack ever. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. thirty-five yeah, grand. It was, it was something, and and the the funny part is the people that went and got it, um, that bought the car for me are standing in a bank, you know, asking to tell her that for this much money in cash, and they're like, "Hey, can you like count it behind the count, like you know." I trust you. I don't need to see it. But no, the bank teller insists on counting it out in a bank full of people. Yeah, they're not too discreet. On the counter. I hate that. Thinking, I'm going to get shanked in the parking lot. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah I, wish, I uh, yeah. I wish banking, like face-to-face banking was a little more discreet. Because sometimes if you're, uh-huh. if you're like moving money from one account to another, they're like, how much? And you're like, um... Three thousand, and they're like, "What?" And they're like, "Thirty-five thousand." Yeah. You're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Everybody in the bank's oh, ears yeah. perk up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking around. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I, I own a small business, and I do cash transactions regularly, completely legit. Yeah. Uh, and I'm in the bank, and I'm moving those amounts of money semi-regularly. Sure. Yeah. And, oh yeah. I've got you know twenty people around me. How much do you want to move? Fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Really? You're, yeah. You're biting your teeth. Like, and it, I think it'd be very inappropriate if you wrote it on a piece of paper and slid it because that's going to seem like you're robbing them. I've done that actually. Ex- Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like clicking the little button. They're like, oh my God, we're being robbed. Or you just say, oh, I'm going to write it down for you. And then you write it down and you slide it across. I don't, if I'm a teller, yeah. I don't want to hear that. That means I'm getting robbed. Yeah, it's, well, and it's the, hey, do you want a receipt with your balance on it? No, I don't want it. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for talking about your fat stacks, James. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. You too, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, man. Why are the banks so loud? Yeah. 
Because they're not very shy about money. No, they don't have partitions or anything. And Even if just, they did, it's not really doing you much. You just verbally verified your address where you lived. <laughs> <laughs> you said your name four times yeah, so they could get it right. Uh-huh, $20,000 and walking out the door. Yeah, yeah. Right? And like yeah, you, I don't know. You mumble and they're like, how much? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my God. So you could just say, I'll, I'll write it down for you. But I, 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 I don't want to write anything down because I'm right. worried they think I'm robbing them. <laughs> Yeah, this text here, 56789, says, um, back in the 70s, my mom never walked around without a, a white envelope full of cash in her purse. For some reason, she never put it in her wallet. Hmm. I mean, the 70s, that was 40, yeah, 50 years ago. There was yeah. no banking. Yeah, I guess, yeah. You bring your, your coin bag to the bank? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bo- Bobby says, the last vehicle I sold, the buyer uh, brought me well over $10,000 in cash. I ran right to the nearest bank with that white envelope on the seat beside me in the car. I just rolled into the bank with a mitt full of cash when I sold my avalanche. It was uh-huh. like $13,000. And I just had a wad. I'm like, Doof. When you're doing, like our last call at $35,000, when you're purchasing that much cash money... To uh, to buy a product, are, are you you know count? You have like one of those bill counters. Oh, the because who's counting thirty five thousand dollars? When I sold the Ave, uh, we just counted out on the tailgate. The neighbor thought I was doing a drug deal. Thank God it wasn't a windy day. It was just like one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six. <laughs> yeah, it, was. it literally was. Then I'm like, oh my God, how many twenties did you guys mm-hmm. did you get? He like cleaned out every ATM in Saskatchewan. Just yeah. twenty central. That my my stack was fat. I probably should have put it. In an envelope or something more discreet. Yeah. yeah. But I just wanted a gun. This text here, 56789, says, A few months ago, I was walking around with $9,000 in a white envelope on my person. It was cash that I was using to pay for my nose job. Oh. If you paid cash, not credit, you didn't have to pay GST. Sweet oh. deal. Well, that's true, because I know I'll, I'll buy my Chinese food cash 10% off. But that's like, you know... <laughs> that's like 40 bucks. <laughs> $80. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always pay cash. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, they really? take it right off the top. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Oh. A lot of surgery, too. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not... I didn't realize surgeons. <laughs> oh yeah, that make I feel like oh, I yeah. wouldn't want that surgeon. <laughs> yeah, Why? Who's taking you want a cash? cash deal surgeon? Yeah, cash deal surgeons are the best. That's yeah. the good surgeon. Yeah, usually they'll knock off that GST. Oh. Yep. Pure savings. Dicker with the sticker. <laughs> uh, Jason, how you doing today? I'm well, and yourself? Good, good. Uh, you were walking around with a big envelope of cash. Yeah, so uh, last year I went and bought a new truck around this time of year, new 2022 F-150, and I have four kids, and they're horrible. They like to scratch all my stuff, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So I decided to buy the truck and head straight to a place in the city here to get get an Expel wrap. It's a self-healing wrap done on my truck, so if they scratch it, the sun itself will heal it. Yeah, perfect. So... I went to the place and the guy was just like, hey, you want to do an under the table deal here? Not cut the government up? I said, well, any chance I get to tax the government out of taking tax money? 100%. Let's do this. Yeah, right. damn right. Yeah. So, so for 5500 bucks, he said, I had to go to three different banks to pull out 5500 bucks that day, which was a little ridiculous. Oh, oh, really? Really? Yep. Oh, drag. Yeah, they, they don't hold cash like they used to. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So then I went there and made him the 5500 bucks in a white, big, fat, white envelope full of cash, and it was done. It was easy. Huh. Easy peasy. Yeah. Just Take, move it. Easy. Take that, government. <laughs> was it in a white envelope? Oh, always. Yeah, always. Every single time. Yeah. 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 Well, it's because the money was up to no good. That's well. No, it wasn't. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it was. I think it was good. I think it was good. good. I'm with you, Jason. What you're doing, totally fine. Yeah, it's good. 100. percent Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. (laughs) Yeah. All right, man. Have a good day. Yeah. You too, buddy. Bye bye. Bye bye.
cash deals. But I mean, again, it was like not no good, but it wasn't. It was for it was for nefarious reasons. Yeah, Mars. You're, no, was it? Yeah, you're skipping yes. out on the government. He wanted taxes. a truck. Paid no, some paying ta- taxes. Paid no, for the just, truck. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. He just needed the the uh, coating on it. Yeah. But he was. But he skipped out the taxes. Nefarious. So it still wasn't no good. One hundred percent good money. Don't worry about it. Well, you, well, that's what people with bad money say. No. Any, any officer should be listening to this show right now. <laughs> Round up all these criminals. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Get them. Tax cheats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people using uh, for budget reasons. Mm. Yeah, we used to do our grocery shopping all cash. Did you do the whole envelope system? Like people are saying they take out X amount from it's, the bank a week, like separated, and that's their money for the week. We didn't have envelopes. We were extremely less classy than that. We had jars. Mm. Wait, you went to the grocery store with a jar of money? In my purse, yeah. <laughs> it's the best way to keep it. They should make bank accounts like uh, our Outlook email, where you can just create folders and drag and drop money. Wouldn't that be handy? Isn't that like a checking and a savings account? No, no, but like uh, your money, let's say your paycheck goes into your savings account, but then you can break it down so you can have multiple options of like uh, food, entertainment, bills, and then you can like budget that way. Oh, they find a way to tax you. Wouldn't that be great? You get service fees out the wazoo for that. But Mm. then when you go to pay... There's one for checking, two for savings, and then there's like <laughs> right. eight different options on the, the payment option. Yeah. That's, that's the issue. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about organizing your inside, but yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> right. This text here says, my buddy couldn't even get two grand out of the bank. Oh, I don't know what banks you guys are going to. I've got no problem taking it's her minimum. money out of the bank. Oh, it's the minimum. Uh-huh. That would be why. Yeah. If you go to the teller, you could probably get more, no? Or oh, yeah. If you go to the yeah. teller, yeah. You, can yeah, get, the actual, you can get a lot. Yeah, yeah. the ATM, you're hooked. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, well, you know what my bank did on my, uh, uh, I don't know if all banks are doing this now, but it's, it's gonna, it's dangerous and it's going to hoop a lot of people, uh, just on my regular like debit account, uh-huh. uh, any sort of purchase that you make on your debit account, you can now finance that. What? Within your bank account. Oh, I saw no. that. And like, it's like, hey, by the way, did you know this recent payment? Oh. You can break it up into 12 monthly payments. And then you see the interest rate. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. This is dangerous. Because instead of doing the full, whatever, a couple hundred dollar payment it was. Yeah. Now you can only pay $12. <laughs> like, card oh, that's damn, crazy. Hey? That is terrible. Just finance my groceries every week. Yeah. Yeah. But we need cash, I guess. Save us from ourselves. Oh, damn it. This text here says, I work at a car wash in Short Park. One day I found $800 cash under the back mat in someone's truck. I brought it inside to them and they had no clue that it was there. They're like, oh, well, that's cool. Honestly, it made me take them outside to show them where it was. They didn't even believe me until I showed them that it was like under their carpet. Oh, you get a little tipsky? Uh, they don't say they got a tipsky. Well, that's another one though. Car washes in general. I know a guy who used to run a car wash. A chemist. <laughs> Yeah. They ain't good. Walter yeah. White ring a bell? <laughs> he made pretty good money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he cash. made pretty good money. Yeah. All cash. Yeah, they ain't just washing cars. This text here says, when I was about 16, I was making seven bucks an hour as a cook in a restaurant. About 2001, 2002. Congrats. I saved up $1,500 in cash and bought myself a computer. Whoa. Walked into Radio Shack, dropped that pile of bills on the counter. Oh. That's pretty cool. Making it rain a Radio Shack. <laughs> they, they haven't seen that kind of cash in years. <laughs> this text here says, I came back from the Vancouver uh, during the Olympics with $13,000 cash in a white envelope. I wouldn't take my eyes off my bag during security. They started laughing, saying, I can see why you're not moving. LOL from Anonymous. That's the thing. If you take out fat cash, let's say you are traveling and you're carrying it in the envelope, do you like have the death grip on it the entire time? Like oh. even when you're on the plane. You'd have to. Like, do not check that money, 
right? Don't throw it in your check luggage. But also, like, if you didn't put that in your account, like, what were you doing in Vancouver during the Olympics where you earned $13,000 right. in cash? Don't worry about it. <laughs> busy time in the busy village. Busy time in the village. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, we just announced it earlier this morning, and we even already gave away a pair of tickets to oh, Pink, yeah. who is coming to Edmonton. She is bringing the Summer Carnival Tour to Commonwealth Stadium on August 31st of next year. Tickets go on sale to the general public on Monday, mm-hmm. but we said, screw that. Forget that. Forget that. We're going to break the rules. That's right. Not only did we give away a pair of tickets to see Pink already this morning, but on Friday, we're dedicating it. Um, it's going to be called Pinkapalooza. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. How sweet is that? And, and Pinkapalooza, what does that mean? It means we're giving away tickets starting at 6 a.m. all the way to 6 p.m. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, which is going to be awesome. By the way, the woman uh, who won the tickets this morning, her name was Megan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she drama. said that there's a bit of drama around these tickets because she has twins. <laughs> She's got a Sophie's choice. A Megan's choice, if you will. Yeah. 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 Yes. Like, what do you do? She had to pick a twin to take. Yeah. yeah. So like, Megan wants to go, but you now you got you to gotta figure out which is your favorite twin. Yeah. Right. So she followed up with a text. Uh-huh. And uh, here's what she said in her text. She said, hey, guys, I just want to let you know, I called the twin who is the bigger pink fan of the two. Yeah. And she lost her mind. Oh, sweet. <laughs> That's the reaction you're looking for. Yeah, Thank yeah. you so much, you guys. Me and that twin are going. Yeah. I was you, going back and forth with her this morning. You have to. You have to pick a twin. <laughs> like, good luck telling the other twin. Well, she could have gave... The twins, the tickets. Well, oh, you don't send your twins off. Or no, she could have not brought know. either of them. She won. Don't take. Nah, don't just bring one. Go. Make one. Make one of the twins' days. At least they'll like you later in life. That's true. <laughs> but now you got an enemy too. You have an enemy. You made a very powerful enemy this yeah. morning. That's true. Or maybe the other twin doesn't care. We'll right? Like maybe the other twin. Oh, I think a twin would care. Yeah, and also we don't know the age of the twins. This is how you end up because most twins, uh, biologically, and I think maybe legally, you have to have a good one and an evil one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is how you get that evil twin. <laughs> you should watch now that now that she's made this choice. She should see you over the next couple of days, weeks, oh, months, years. Yeah, yeah. If the one twin starts to develop a goatee, because that's <laughs> and the, the angry eyebrows, that's the telltale sign of an evil twin. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It sure is. And this is their origin story. It's this is yeah. This marks the day. It sure is. But if you can't wait until Friday, Pinkapalooza, to win a pair of tickets, um, you can go over to our website right now at 1023nowradio.com and enter to win a pair of tickets to the front row. Yeah, how sweet see is Pink. that? So that's pretty cool. I saw a number of people texting and saying that it wasn't working this morning. It is. Yeah. yeah like no, it, it's, it, good. It, it's good. It tells you that you, you have zero entries. But that's fine. You're in. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Oh, it doesn't give you confirmation. I don't know why it's saying that. It's like, we've had zero entries. And that's not true. Like, people have been entering all morning. So, Haley's been watching it. It is absolutely working. Yeah, we've got entries in on the website. We checked the back end. Don't worry. It's going in. It's just a glitch on the front end. Yeah, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Always check that back end. Oh, we check back ends around here. Oh, yeah. Pink's still, Pink's incredible. Um, She's really evolved as an artist. Music's changed sure. over the years. You think she's going to do well? Um, does she still do the? Does she still do it with the exclamation point for an I? I think so. Yes, I believe so. She still styles her name that way. Uh, yes, she does. I have her um, the pictures, the promo pictures. Pink with an I. Summer oh, Carnival, twenty twenty four. Cheryl Crow, the, uh, the script. And um, I don't have my glasses on, so I can't see the smallest font of the other band. Keep cut up. There you go. I just entered. 
And? Uh, I got confirmation. It says contest registration. There and you then, go. Yeah, it gives it gives a little thing. But yeah, it does say entry zero. But yeah, yeah no, that's fine. Just yeah. ignore that. You're in. I, I tested hope you it win, this buddy. morning, Oh, my too. God, Ginger. I'm going to take you. Oh, thank you. What? <laughs> oh, ah! uh, Ginger likes pink. He's a big pink fan. Love it's, pink. He's been raving about pink for years on the show. You that's take Ginger to the pink and not me. He's loving pink. Yeah, right? Oh. You, don't, uh, you don't want to go to pink. I would love to go to Pink. Anytime she's on, you're like, oh. No, I would. I would go to the show. <laughs> you just, just wouldn't what? Listen or watch? Yeah. <laughs> Earplugs. Just I'm loving it. Just I visually work- and audibly, she's not my thing. Uh, listen, <laughs> when you work at a radio station, sometimes artists get a little old fast, yeah. and it's just because you work at a radio station. She's had a lot of hits. She's had a lot and of she hits. Crosses over a lot of genres. Yes, she does. She does. She does. But would I go to see her show? Absolutely. Oh, I would. Yeah, mm. It would be good. Yeah. I think it would be really good. All right, winter sports season got underway in Edmonton on Saturday. Despite of this lack of snow on our streets, ski clubs have been working around the clock to get ready for skiers and snowboarders, and a lot of them opened up this weekend. The Edmonton Ski Club said that they opened up at 9 a.m. on the weekend, but apparently apparently, their phones started ringing at 8 a.m. They made enough snow? Uh, they did. Huh. Yeah, they did. Wow. They said there's lots of smiles on the hill on Saturday. Above average temperatures and the lack of snowfall mean that staff and the snow machines had to work overtime in order to get enough snow so that people could use the Edmonton Ski Club. Hmm. They say that minus four and below is typically when they make snow, and we're reaching that at night. So they can do it overnight. Yeah. Hmm. Well, good on them. Yeah. They say as long as they insulate some of the snow, it won't melt away during the day either. So, um, and of course, the news interviewed a lot of kids, and the kids are like, this is awesome. Yeah. I can ski without my jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It is good weather for it. That's right. And over at Snow Valley, uh, in the River Valley, nine million gallons of water water was turned into enough snow. They're open at about 70% right now, but they've started up their lessons. So, take advantage of this beautiful weather. Kids can, like, learn how to ski or snowboard, go hang out. It is crazy how much water it takes to make snow. Is that nuts? Yeah. Nine million gallons. Yeah. Rabbit Hill Snow Resort also opened on Saturday. Sunridge Ski Area uh, opens. Did they open already on Sunday? I think they are. They're opening this Sunday. They made a ton of snow, too. They made a ton of snow. So take advantage of the nice temperatures if you can. The weather is, a matter of fact, so warm and it's so unseasonably warm here in Edmonton that a lot of gardeners are a little worried because their trees are budding. Uh Oh, Oh, that is not good. The leaves are trying to go back on the trees here in the Edmonton area. Now, November saw many days with temperatures above freezing and virtually no snow all month. And now our local foliage is starting to sprout. I thought trees were smarter than that. Stupid trees. Right. Do they? I'm not a greenhouse person Uh or a green thumb. If a tree sprouts now and we get cold, is it dead? I think it's dead. Cut her down. Yeah. Or does it come back? Will it die for the summer then with no leaves in the summer? Right? Because, yeah, you get one shot, right? I don't know. I don't know either. Or does it just like go back into hibernation and then it rebuds again? It might take a hit on the tree because they're taking all that energy to make the buds mm-hmm. and yeah. let them out. And if they're just falling off, they're losing all of that energy and effort that they've put into those little leaves. Oh. So it might be hard on the tree for coming up in the spring. Yeah, you might Yeah, you might be hooped and then you got some straggly tree in your yard. Yeah, because I think for Ugh. like bears where they hibernate and save all their energy. Mm-hmm, I think that's mm-hmm. similar. What if the bears stay awake? Uh-oh. <laughs> right. Um, is this oh, just, yeah. Is this just one dumb tree or are they all doing this? No, apparently there's a lot of them doing it. But yeah. why would they even, if that's how it works, if it's not like time dependent, why'd they even lose their leaves? Because it was nice then too. Well, because they were like, they're getting ready to hibernate because they're like, it's going to get cold. Yeah, but then, yeah. But that's time Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But That's then it a, didn't get cold, so it's like, oh, I'll re rebud my leaves. But by the time we lost all the leaves, like it was a lot warmer than this. Yeah, like everything still. was dying when it was still like fifteen. Out. Yeah, yeah. 
And I know that a lot of you guys uh, have messaged me and you're like, your almanac sucks, Mars. You said that we were going to get snow. It looks like the Weather Network might have changed their tune a little bit on what we're going to look at for winter. Mm -hmm. Forecasters at the Weather Network are warning now of periods of high-impact winter weather um, that could affect the city of Edmonton. So we could get a oh, Christmas. Oh, it could happen. No, for Christmas, no. Oh. No, well, they said that for Christmas in Edmonton and Calgary, uh, we do have a really high risk of a brown Christmas. So it'll mm. be after that. Hmm. They said as the country slides into mid to late winter, again, winter isn't until December 21st, a cold pattern is to set up. They say right now it's positioned well east of Alberta, but if it decides to move west, we could see a chillier and snowier season than what we're seeing right now. I just went ahead on the 14 day. Yep. Um, still no snow whatsoever up until December 19th. Uh-huh. Um, the temperatures around December 19th are zero and plus one plus two. Wow. That is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. And like anyone that's traveling, like if you're going to a warm destination, typically when you leave, you want it unbearably cold. Yes. You want that way you're like, I am out of here. Yeah, you want to be rubbing it in people's face. You want to struggle to get to the airport. Yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah. But like plus two? Like that's what? really nice. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. uh, the app's full of people saying the pussy willows are popping. They are, hey? Oh, it's <sighs> too early for that. We were just talking about getting that in your face earlier this morning. So Nothing let's else. say we do plummet in January, February to like highs of minus 20. Oh. Is all, is all of our foliage hooped? It's going to be an ugly summer. I don't know. I guess we're going to find out, aren't we? Dead trees because they bloom too early. Mm. And if it's going to be dry, it means they're all going to burn to the ground. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Typically, you don't want to show off your pussy willows until the weather gets warmer. Oh, yeah. 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 Keep yeah. it under wrap. Yeah, be a little coy about it. Yeah, you sure do. A little mm. modest in the winter. Yeah. Mm. That's right. Well, enjoy it because mm. I guess, I don't know, it's better than last year, I guess. Well, yeah. I don't I know. Well, I like this. Especially but. when they had like a little snow. It was like nice. Um, but I don't want I don't want of our I don't want to sacrifice summer no for this I don't I want our, I don't want not to have leaves in the summer mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's the sacrifice we're we're forced to make what about yep. summer Mars I don't know mm. Mm. sorry guys well I think the summer's gonna be fire pigs coming yeah so we'll have to wait and see we need we need moisture and the province isn't getting it. And by this summer's gonna be fire. You're uh, like talking about like sweet man. I hope. Right? That's, Do that's you the hope? version. I hope. <laughs> it doesn't sound like I love hope. summer. I don't want to be inside because I can't breathe. I don't yeah. want to have to move away because my asthma is so bad I can't live in the city. Well, it's everywhere. Yeah. You need a bubble. <laughs> I do. A rolling bubble. <laughs> a rolling bubble. I think I need to go live in Florida or something. I don't know if that's the place. Yeah. To go. Oh yeah. You <laughs> secret for a long life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really blend in well there, too. I'm going to have to. Unless your views change, I don't know. Face chewed off by some local on bath salts. <laughs> well. <laughs> but at least she can breathe. I mean, you couldn't deliver packages to my building yesterday because it was being occupied. So I don't know how much different it would be. This smoke travels, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had uh-huh. it better than a lot of the, the states did. We yeah. did. We did. And the fires were in our backyard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we blew it down there. Europe? Oh no, Europe was on fire too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where I'll go. Yeah, no, like heavily polluted cities. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go anywhere. Right. Damn it. You just need to leave Earth. Mm-hmm. Yukon? Alaska. Oh, you would hate the cold up there. You were worried about no sunshine today? Yeah. There's right. no sunshine for like six months up oh, there. God. Oh, God. Eeyore. Mm-hmm. What about no Scotland? Oh, I'll come with you. Oh, 
heavily polluted. Yeah. It's known as one of the top five. I don't think Scotland's ever heard of called the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, good luck. Don't even put your foot in the water. <laughs> uh, well, here's some good news um, for those of you who are huge fans of Grand Theft Auto. A new trailer for Grand Theft Auto Six. Yeah. GTA 6. The next installment of the wildly popular uh, game franchise was released early online after someone leaked it. The trailer revealed that the sixth chapter is coming in 2025, according to developer Rockstar Games. The highly anticipated trailer surpassed 32 million views within its first few hours on YouTube, and people are stoked. The trailer was originally supposed to go up on Tuesday. That was today. However, a post on Twitter, Rockstar Games said our trailer has leaked so please watch the real thing on YouTube. GTA 6 the next chapter of the action adventure franchise has been a long time coming GTA 5 was released in 2013. Oh my god it's been 10 years. It's been over 10 years and this one isn't coming out until 25 The PS4 didn't even get a Grand Theft Auto. Oh, really? They used to be every like couple years, and then it was like three, four years, and now it's been yeah, mm-hmm. twelve years. Right. The trailer features a female protagonist, Lucia, who apparently uh, goes on a crime spree <laughs> through crowded beaches, city highways, and clubs with her partner in a Bonnie and Clyde scenario. It, I love this trailer. It looks awesome. It look. It does look awesome. They're going back to Vice City, which is cool as hell. Yeah. And um, the video game, they finally have twerk mechanics oh, down. Look. Because the trailer is just full of gals throwing it back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lady twerking on the roof of a oh, car yeah. in this trailer. That's what you got to do. Oh, my God. And they, God. Don't, do just, uh, don't, they don't just do Vice City, which is uh, the, in the GTA world. That's their version of uh, Miami, mm-hmm. Vice City. They're yeah, doing yeah. all of Florida. Because there's some backwoods, there's some gator stuff in there. It looks so awesome. It looks awesome. And oh, jumping back cool. to Mars moving to Florida, um, I don't think you'd vibe here. What? <laughs> Based on this trailer, no. I mean, I don't really, really. want to like wrestle an alligator out of a... That's the least of your worries in this trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's your a pearls bunch of... would be a clutched. <laughs> naked guy watering his lawn. Yeah, that guy with the garden hose. What's <laughs> this woman with the two hammers in her hand? What is going on? I actually might want to play this. I think I want to play it too. They're so fun. It does look good. Mm-hmm. That's pretty Aww. rad. Rockstar Games, which is owned by Take-Two Interactive, has struggled with leaks in the past. In 2022, hackers leaked unreleased footage from its next iteration of GTA. The video gaming community was rocked by the emergence of online screenshots and gameplay videos. The company confirmed that we're re- they were real. They're like, we're working on it. Yeah. It was alone for a minute that they were leaked as a result of a network intrusion. A leak can't be bad, right? Especially with the length between uh, the release of the previous one and this one. Like, people are excited for it. Oh, people are crazy for it's it. It's good. People are just salivating yeah. for it. It's been a hot minute since I've played GTA. What is the end game? Like, what, what are you trying to do? What do you mean? Like, what are you... What is... How do you finish the game? Well, each... each uh each one has different like main characters you play. Yeah. And then you just you have to finish all these missions and then the game's done. And, and then, then the can, game's done. Then you can okay. just live in the open world or now it's online, which is why this one's taken so long because the online community is so big. Rockstar is still just raking in cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the GTA 5 online stuff. So there's no real hustle for them, no uh, incentive for them no, to come up with another one. So yeah. you're given missions to like go fight like gangs and like get stuff? Yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. It's usually underworld stuff. It's, it's, it's white envelope full of money stuff. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, but it's, there's also like a thousand like side missions. The worlds are 
expansive and intensive. Like the uh, all the NPCs will talk to you. There's full radio stations that have their own playlists and yeah. DJs, and it's. I wild. knew that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. I used to watch my brother play it when we were growing up. Mm. He's like, "Watch this," and then we just do some obscene thing. And it's oh, yeah. so I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> so violent. And fun. So I know it's violent. violent. Yeah, so violent, so fun. <laughs> Just 2025. That's the making of a successful game. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll have to wait. You'll have to wait a little bit, but eventually that's what everybody's going to be playing. And you mentioned the female protagonist, which everyone's excited for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because gals, yeah. you know good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we could be criminals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure can. So make sure you go check out the trailer if you want a fangirl and uh, get ready for GTA 6. If that's not really your style, though, and Kim Kardashian is, like her or not, Kim Kardashian has received some good reviews for her work on the current season of American Horror Story. So it looks like she's going to really jump into this acting thing. The creator of AHS, Ryan Murphy, just cast her in a new legal drama for Hulu. There's no word on the title, but Kim will be playing LA's most successful divorce lawyer and the owner of an all-female law firm. Crash, this is right up your alley. (laughs) It does sound like it, right? (laughs) It's Boston legal. It's Boston legal with chicks. Yeah. Her dad was Robert Kardashian. Famously. OJ's lawyer. That's right. Mm-hmm. She also recently booked a Netflix comedy film called The Fifth Wheel, uh, if you want to look forward to that. So we all know that Crash is like famous for watching some of the worst television in the history of television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ever made, yeah. Uh, Crash, do you want to let everybody know what you started watching last night? No, you can't uh, get enough of it? Tell me. Um, oh, obliterated? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah, a new is... Netflix show. It's like a comedy. It's like a uh, an R-rated uh, version of Scorpion. That successful what? show. What Scorpion? <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> is. Catherine McPhee's big show? Who? Catherine McPhee, American Idol. Daddy, our, um, David Foster's wife? God. Uh, who? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Here's obliterated. Yeah, it's like a, uh, they, they work for the government, and it's a, a group of people that are put together, uh-huh. and they uh, they bust bad guys and like take down people with like bomb threats, terrorists. Oh. Is this like Suicide Squad? Are they bad themselves? Because no. the poster's got them they drinking. They love to party. They like oh. to party. Basically. And it's based in Vegas. It's like, to me, it loosely feels like Team America. Oh, God. Well, Team America's great. Yeah. Yes, but this Lots is... Lots of weird sex. This is not... Super... <laughs> this is not like it loosely. But it's not funny. It's like because <laughs> Crash said funny, but I don't. I think this is funny. Yeah, but I, yeah it's uh, it's like uh, uh, somewhat funny. It'll put a smile <laughs> See, on your here face. We go. It's a it's a bad funny where oh, you're like, God. oh, you can tell they're trying to be funny, but it's like cringy that's funny. The worst kind of funny. yeah. <laughs> it's where a cringy funny. Where yeah. they're trying to be funny and like all of the jokes, you just kind of go, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's and they're cringe. very like America, USA. There's a lot of USA. USA. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of USA chanting. Uh, yeah, because the tagline is uh, anyone, anyone watch it? Even heroes get hangovers. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, do they ever? You should see them. Yeah. I don't recognize anyone on this poster. Oh no, it's all new actors. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. You don't need that. It really lets you get in into it. It has all of the things that Crash likes, um, which include sexy ladies. Yeah. Las Vegas. Uh huh. Um, nuclear bombs. Yeah. Um. Fast cars. Yeah. Okay. Strippers. Helicopters. Yeah. Helicopters. Yeah. Drugs. Drugs. Lots of drug use. My car's like like my women. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, lots of drinking. And on all fours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lots of um, really weird uh, intimate scenes. And, um, and whipped cream. Doesn't sound that bad. And, and whipped cream. Ginge, whipped cream. So is it good? 
There's whipped cream on uh, some ladies and whipped cream on some dudes. I'll tell you what, the reviews are coming in from the Now family. This one says obliterated is so good, but don't watch it with your kids around. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you cannot. Well, no, it's, it's R-rated. Oh, <laughs> it's R-rated. Um, but yeah, it's one of those like it's bad, but good shows. I feel like Hayden would love it. Yeah, probably. I don't know about Gingy. It sounds like it could be fine, but the fact that Crash likes it really tells me it's probably not. Oh, what? <laughs> oh come on. Do me a solid, buddy. It's like the worst Watch, stuff. Watch two episodes for me and then report back. I bet you you'll be like, you know what? It is bad, but good. This text here, 56789, says, Bahaha, I am absolutely loving Obliterated. It's so much fun. Yeah, it's like uh, number two on Netflix right now. It's one of the shows that people just like binge through. Everything, all the episodes are loaded, so you just power through it. Oh, oh my God, look at the reviews. The Now yeah. Family loves Obliterated. Yeah. Right. Oh. I think I did uh, three episodes yesterday. Three? Mm, yeah, I think so. Might have to add it to the list. It's mm-hmm. a little typecast, too. There's some stereotypes that they're... Oh, yeah. everyone loves a good stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I see why you like it. There it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that guy should be good at math. <laughs> oh my God. This show makes sense to me. Actually, it's a lady. <laughs> it, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, lady. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very... Like I said, if you've watched Scorpion before, it's very that. Yeah. Very Scorpion-like, but just like raunch. It's R-rated Scorpion is yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love how Scorpion I, was your touch point. Like, everyone knows Scorpion. <laughs> everyone well, knows Scorpion. No. I love Scorpion. What even is it? I, well, it's, a, it's a crime fighting team. From and, 20, like, the government reaches out to them. They oh. did four seasons in 2014. Yeah. yeah. I wish they did more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like a group of, like, young... I don't know, like FBI agents. It's kind of, and they answer to like one big boss, kind of like Charlie's Angels. Yeah. And then they all got to go out and like do some stuff. Yeah. And like the nerdy computer chick, uh, her name was Happy. Yeah. <laughs> like Mission Impossible style. Oh like God. no one knew that they were there. No. And like then the, they just roll the in. The government would disavow all contact with them if they were busted. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much. Mission Impossible. Oh, I know. Uh-huh. It was good. I can't believe you didn't watch it. I'm sure you can uh, still find it on some streaming, Ginge, if you want to catch up. Apparently Paramount is streaming it. Yeah. This text here, 56789, says, I just started watching Obliterated yesterday. The old guy that dismantles the bomb when yeah. he was 100% front nudity. I was shocked. Oh, yeah. His oh. wiener was out just flailing. My granddaughter was sitting next to me. I had to turn the TV Why would you watch that with your granddaughter? <laughs> it literally... In the description, probably screams, do not watch with children. (laughs) Oh, boy. Do not. Uh, Yeah. Oh, and this text here says, Scorpion was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Mm -hmm. I trust you guys. Wasn't Scorpion based on a true story? Uh, It could have been. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, maybe, maybe there was a, like a secret, cool crime fighting group. Well, I hope there is. There should be. The right, should have those sort I, of. I hope Canada has some. Well, not that group though. They were kind of a bunch of bumbling idiots. Yeah. This group in Scorpion, or, or, pardon me, in Obliterated. At least they're kind of getting it done. Well, they're getting it done. Oh, they're getting they it done. They open. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like honest, honest to God, Ginge. Like I don't even know if I'd have Rachel in the room. It's raunchy. Oh, I'd have Rachel in there. She's that very, would that would get things going. She likes her. She doesn't mess around with it, though. She likes to fill the deal. Oh, she wants P in V. She'll get the... Oh, oh, she, oh she gets it. Oh, all right. it's I'm, like... So like Trace? Uh, almost, yeah. Oh, well, not all... It's like close. Quit dicking around and actually start dicking around. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's what it's we want. Close. Well, you can start with that and then quickly switch screens and then fire up the real deal. Mm-hmm. All right. I get yeah, you. you could indeed. Yeah. All right. This is... Um, oh, boy. Let me ask you guys this question. If you were running for an election, whether it be a political election or like, I don't know, president of your condo board... When you put put your vote down, would you vote for yourself? Probably. 
fault. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Why right? wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm not voting for to. someone else. Right? Sure. Well, let's head out to Washington to the small town of Rainier, right near Seattle, where the city council held an election last month, and two guys running for the seat were Damian Green and Ryan Roth. So why am I talking about this a month later? Because they had to do a recount because Ryan won by a single vote. <laughs> 247 to 246. Mm-hmm. And here's why it's in the news is because Damien could have won, but he didn't vote for himself. He voted for Ryan. Oh. What an idiot. He told reporter that it felt too narcissistic to vote for himself. Well, do you want to win or not? You're running for <laughs> yeah. this, so enjoy it. How it's, do you expect your people to vote for you yeah. if you won't vote for yourself? You don't yourself? even have confidence in yourself? No. So <laughs> it's not clear, or like, I'm guessing he voted for Ryan, or if he wrote someone else in or didn't vote at all. There were six write-in votes. So they went to Ryan, and they were like, how do you feel about like Damien not winning the vote because he voted for you? And Ryan's like, oh, he's a good guy. I also thought about not voting for myself, but my wife sat me down and said I have to. Without that vote, he and Damien would have tied. And the last time the town had a tie, they had to pick the winner by flipping a coin. Shut up. That's how it works? In the States, yes. (laughs) To Damien's credit, he's not complaining. He says he has no regrets and he'll run again next time and make sure that he votes for himself. Always vote for yourself. Especially like in a local election because no one votes. No one votes. Yeah, every vote matters. Yeah, it was Mm. 247 to 246. Yeah. So 500 people voted. Man, what an idiot! I do have a bit of Damien here. I wouldn't want him. Run- I, I wouldn't want him running, running the town, representing you. Yeah, 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 forget that. I do have a bit of audio here of Damien telling. Does he sound oh. like an idiot? Well, let's figure it out. Ready? <laughs> here we go. I didn't feel comfortable voting for myself. I thought it was kind of narcissistic, so I didn't. We have no changes to the results. <laughs> it looks like Mr. Roth unofficially is leading, and so it would become official this afternoon at four o'clock during our canvassing board meeting. Awesome. There you go. So he said it's too narcissistic. You know what's narcissistic? Thinking that you're the best person to do something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm the one person that can fix this town. Yeah, that can do this job. That's but a narcissist. Yeah. So vote for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to be the person running the town. He's do you out. think he just said that to, like, kind of slight the other guy? Like, oh, that idiot voted for himself. I don't that think so. That way he so. doesn't seem like a complete idiot? No, because even Ryan was like, well, I didn't want to vote for myself either, but my wife called me an idiot. Hmm. Right. So if you're not voting for yourself, do you just abstain? Because you can't vote for the other person. I think that's what they vote. Yeah, or you hell. abstain. You don't vote. Yeah, ruin your palate. Because that's like a, a popular thing. Like anytime there's a, a federal election here in the States yeah. is the shot of the people running for prime minister or president of them voting. Yeah. Them going to the polls. Yeah. yeah. And they sure. come out smiling. Yeah. With yeah a little like, pin. I voted. Yeah, I they voted. voting for someone else. They're voting for themselves. <laughs> of course they, they are. To. Yeah, yeah. Of course they are. Mm. So he lost. <laughs> All right. If you collect VHS tapes, chances are you had a copy of Titanic. It was one of the top selling tapes with more than 25 million in circulation. Um, by the way, if in a box in the basement counts as circulation, it does. There's a guy in Florida named JD who says that he's trying to collect 1 million copies of Titanic on VHS. Oh. He's looking for it. Was Titanic two two VHS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's well on his way. By the way, although he does have a long way to go, he has two thousand four hundred and seventy-seven copies, and he wants to get that number up to a million. Mm-hmm. Is he going to fashion them into some sort of boat and sail it across the Atlantic? No, I think he Finishing just the journey that the original <laughs> Titanic never could. He just says he's a super fan of the movie, and he said that his dedication is real. He spent a few years collecting um, already in Titanic 
was a double VHS, meaning it's now starting to take up serious space in his house, and he says he doesn't care. He'll make a bed out of the Titanic VHS tapes. This guy lives alone, right? <laughs> I'm going to guess, yeah. Yes, but yeah. <laughs> He claims he already has the world's largest collection of the Titanic soundtrack on CD. So that's kind of cool. Obviously, he won't get one million uh, VHS tapes by hitting up thrift shops. So he's actually asking for your help. And he put his address out there if you want to mail yours to him. Imagine the smell of his home. Because just like the old box, the old covers of these VHS tapes, like the smells that, that they have absorbed over the years. Oh, yeah. In chain smoking households. Dog's probably pissed on him. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I do have JD talking about his journey to a million copies. Have a listen. Well, you know, Titanic is best on VHS. September 1st, 1998, take the voyage home. That's what they were saying. That's what I was playing on the VCR. <laughs> oh I was watching God. this thing over and over and over again. I checked that P.O. box. I mean, I got to fill the car up because there's so much Titanic, baby. I'm trying to get to a million. We have 2,467 right now, so we are so close <laughs> to that one million. Oh. Um, he's a lot younger than you'd think. Yeah. He sounds young. Here's, his, here's our guy. Oh. Right. oh okay. Uh, yeah, not at all what I expected. There he is. Also, do we know how many uh, copies Titanic sold on VHS? Like, is there... I bet there's a million out there, probably. I would imagine there's a million. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, What's a good movie? So he's considering, like, the two tapes is considered one. One, right? so, yes. Okay, yes. that's a lot of tape. That's a lot Lots of tape. Lots of tapes, a lot of room. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Titanic on VHS was great, too, because you could just pop in that second and get right to the crashing. Right, perfect time. Get right to the iceberg. Yeah, yeah. But, right. Iceberg, dead ahead! And you're like, oh, my God! But it's the romance that you want to watch. Sure, 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 sure. I want to see this boat go down. That, that was what was <laughs> great about Titanic, is it was incredible for so many reasons. There was something everyone could love about it. Sure, yeah, carnage. Right. You could love Leo. You could love uh, uh, Kate getting painted like one of his French girls. Yeah. You could love uh, people falling from great heights onto propellers. Dong. Yeah. Ginge also liked the different tier system in that boat. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> and the cages that didn't open. I mean, if you can't afford the ticket. <laughs> That's what I say when I'm at the airport. Get a shovel and coals. <laughs> you know, Titanic stuff, yeah. Haley. Yeah. That's the way you go. Mm. So we have reached a, um, a fork in the road here um, in the show. I'm going to ask you guys what you want to do, like a choose your own adventure. Oh, Ooh. it is 930. The show's pretty much done. Yeah, it is. But I've got something to do. I can either. I got something. I got places to be. Guys. <laughs> no, no. That's not what I mean. I'm out. That's not what I mean. I can either a start a conversation. Uh-huh. We can take some calls, uh-huh. see what the now family wants to do. Or B, um, I've prepared a, a bit of a Christmas treat for everybody. <gasps> In which I have watched a terrible Christmas movie, <gasps> yes! and I will um, tell you how it goes. I'll recap it for you, hmm. so you don't have to watch it. It's the Mars Notes version. What would you like to do? We did this last week. We and did. Mars spoiled like a top Christmas movie uh-huh. <laughs> yep. that everyone was dying to watch. I'm so excited for whatever one you've watched. Can you give us the title of the movie? I sure yeah. can. What's it called? Hang on. I, I did. Uh, did some. Got, made some notes on it. <laughs> I did. Here they are, Haley. Can you see them? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this one is called Christmas for You, starring the one and only Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, is it the number oh, for one. you or F O R? F O R. That changes it a bit for me. Christmas. Oh no, sorry. It's Christmas with you. Oh, okay, oh, perfect. Okay. Christmas oh. with the reviews you. starting off terrible yeah. already. Oh no, sounds like you paid 
detailed attention to this film. <laughs> I did. Starring the one and only, the iconic Sarah Michelle Gellar's husband, mm-hmm. Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, I love a recap. And Freddie Prince Jr. in this one, I don't know what the hell happened, but he's got a massive bloodshot eye throughout filming. It looks like, like he blew out his eye, like he sneezed really hard or vomited intensely. There's like a massive oh. red blotch and then just like blood vessels broken everywhere. Let's see my boy here. And by the way, this isn't a new movie. This has been out for some for some time. 2012, I think. It came 2022. Out. 2020. Oh, it's been out for a year. <laughs> so it's been out for a year. It's been out for a year. Mm-hmm. So we'll take a vote. What do you guys think? Conversation or Christmas treat? Christmas, Christmas treat. Crash. Oh, Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah, Christmas review. Yeah. Some people are nervous that they don't want to. They don't want to spoil it for them. Oh, That's I fine. think you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to Mars's review last week, yeah. I think you'll be okay. It's not a review. Me. It's a straight up or recap. It's a full recap. It's mm-hmm. Marzi living her life with Christmas uh-huh. movies playing. Uh-huh. Yeah, Christmas treat. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll do a Christmas so we'll treat. We'll take a break yes. and then do the treat. Yeah, I'm going to get some Christmas music. Yes. We're going to get ready to go. I'm so excited. And do then I, we'll recap it for you guys. Do I have like a nice Christmas Oh, yeah. Burger? I'm sure you do. We'll find one. Well, no, just to do it right now. So instead of playing this. Ah, whatever. Oh, okay. I should have prepared for this. Yeah, okay. I, 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 didn't, I didn't tell you about it. I'm just, I'm just springing it on you guys right now, so it's okay. Did you want to have a look there, Crash? Or uh, no, I got here. Uh, yeah, okay, coming back. Oh. Happy holidays from yeah. Now Radio. Hey, it's Kesha wishing you season's greetings and a happy new year. What the hell is that? Oh, thank you, Kesha. Kesha, Kesha. Remember, she was in here cutting all those Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. Did Kesha come here and cut Christmas greetings? Oh yeah, we had her in the back. Oh, definitely. Yeah, she was certainly here. She's oh a big God. That's like the best thing we've ever done. <gasps> oh, my so God. Excited. I had no idea that even yeah, exists. That's, not, that's <laughs> definitely not some generic thing that every radio station uses yeah. Kesha's voice. <laughs> no, we had. She did it for us. This is an exclusive. Mm-hmm. Oh, I freaking love Kesha. What yeah. a random Yeah, we should have got her in hindsight. We should have got her to say the station or something about us instead of just a generic. Yeah. But we weren't thinking that far ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> we're just lucky enough to get her and we're all like flustered yeah. clearly. I love it. All right. So we'll do it. Sponsored okay. by Kesha. This yeah. is great. That's <laughs> <laughs> coming up. Happy holidays from Now Radio. Hey, what's going on? It's Kelly Clarkson. I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hold up. Now Kelly Now Kelly Clarkson is How many artists did we have? They came together. (laughs) And again, we should have got KC to say the station's name. We should have. We should have. Yeah, we were... This is kind of fun, too. Who That's else is in this computer? Oh, please tell me we have pink. Oh, oh my God. If we had we pink, do. one way to find There's out. There's a good chance. All right. All right, here we go, guys. Happy holidays from Now Radio. Hey, it's Kevin Rudolph wishing you a happy holiday. <laughs> Kevin Rudolph. <laughs> 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 Who's Kevin Rudolph? Let it rock. Yeah. yeah. This must have been from like the 2010. I'm gonna say it was our launch package. Yeah. yeah. You know when all yeah. the artists were just and clamoring swung, to get into the studio here. Because <laughs> all of this is just all my high school music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let oh, it no. rock with Kevin Rudolph yeah. came out in 2011, probably. Oh eight. Oh eight. Oh, oh my god. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god, I was in junior high. That was a good track. 
It was, it was fun. It was, it was good. I forgot about Kevin Rudolph. That is a good song. Who else do you think is in here? Okay, we'll do one more. And then one we more. Do Obviously, there's an error. I'm going to say, uh, I'm putting my money on Katy Perry, guys. Oh, that's a good guess. Katy Perry, I think. I don't know. The Kevin Rudolph threw me for a loop. I, I thought we'd, we'd do super famous people and then that pops up. What yeah. was that? That was a big track. Yeah, yeah a big track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Mm, I've yeah, got yeah. a guess. I'm, what I'm are you going to guess, Haley? Sean Desmond. I'm going to go Michael Buble. No, no Canadian stuff. You don't think Michael Buble did one? Sure, yeah. Come on. But like based on the, the vibe of these? I, yeah. think, I don't know. Okay, you're Sean Desmond. You're going Buble. Buble. I'm going with Lady G. Like Lady G. G. Ah, herself. Remember when she was in the studio? That was I'll a good never time. forget that day. Yeah. She <laughs> never actually said the station's <laughs> Daniel Dunn. No. Which I thought was weird. I thought it was weird, but too. She wished us all a Merry Christmas. Come on, Katy Perry. Happy Holidays from Now Radio. Hey, it's Katy Perry. Christmas. So for those of you who don't know, we have yes. something in this studio. When when you see um, uh, what crash, but the button that crash is hitting is on a rotator. Yeah, I don't know what's which running. means we don't know yeah, what's coming up next. Too. It's totally yeah. Mis- yeah, it's a complete mystery to me. So we were just all trying to remember all the big stars <laughs> right. that have to roll through the hallways of Now Radio. They all come by in the holiday season. <laughs> so it's just labeled like Xmas Splitter, which means you know. Yeah. So every time crash hits, hits the button, it's a different oh, piece was, of audio. That was good. Oh my god, that was. Funny. That was funny. Yeah. Any other what, what Any? next, Nostradamus? <laughs> yeah. Who, who are you feeling I'm gonna now? I'm going to say that that's it in the rotator. I'll bet you there was only four. Usher. Oh, <gasps> you think Usher. Usher? Usher. I think we got Usher. I think we got Usher. Katie's a big name. I'm going to go with his yak collaborator, Lil John. Lil <laughs> <laughs> John. Remember Lil John was here? Yeah. Lil, yeah, Lil yeah, John. Oh, Lil he's John getting there. the hallways here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do. No one wanted to do interviews, though. Just record these just little clips please, for us. Just come in quickly. Do not mention our station's name. No <laughs> identifying. Justin Timberlake. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. yeah. Haley, we'll do one more. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to guess Lights. That's the only one I can think of. She was here a couple years ago. I have no idea. You're going big Haley, name. The yeah. joke is, is that these artists weren't they actually were here. Yeah, please. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. She doesn't get this. Oh. Um, she, she doesn't get this at all. Listen, I'm a natural. <laughs> you actually thought we had Lady Gaga here? Well, no. He said Little John was here. Little John, <laughs> <Johnny's name. laughs> John was not here. Oh my God. I love you so much. Yes. Haley. You've been here for a minute. <laughs> Tell me the biggest star you've seen <laughs> walk through these doors. Light. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You don't think there'd be pictures at the time Katy Perry was here? <laughs> or like a, a signed wall? Or <laughs> uh, there was a time before me. I don't know what happened. Well, there'd still be remnants because yeah, they haven't he, renovated this building. And it might be like brought up once or twice that hey, we all met Katy Perry. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson's oh. Oh. video of it or something? <laughs> okay, now I feel dumb. Wow. <laughs> I had okay. no idea. I thought you were just like really playing along. Yeah, she's yeah. dedicated. I was like, she is method. committing to the yes. bit. Yeah, oh my God. What I like. No, Do you what? think, like, because me guessing Usher, you think Usher walked through <laughs> these hallways? Wow, this station was so much cooler before I started working here. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. uh, the awful truth is out now. Oh yeah. my God. Okay, yeah. one more on this. One more. I'm doing Usher. James Lil John. I'm doing Justin Timberlake. JT, Haley. I'm doing Bruno Mars. Bruno. Oh, that's, that's, a that's a good one. Guess. That's a good one. Yes. Yes. That's a good yeah, guess. That was a great time when Bruno was here. Oh, he was yeah. totally here. Oh, man. Uptown. Let's do it. There we go. Happy Holidays from Now Radio. Hi, this is Lenny Kravitz wishing you a happy Lenny. Oh, 
Wow. Remember when he swung by and brought his Christmas ham? Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> brought those pants and swinging it. Busted it out. <laughs> did we ever play Lenny? Uh, yeah, when we, we launched did. American Woman, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is so far out of left field. Oh. <laughs> I did not expect yeah. that. It doesn't fit now, but no. <laughs> it did back then. Oh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, memory lane, a little trip down, a little trip down, yeah. a little Christmas magic. And now, family too is guessing. Uh, they're saying why, uh, Black Eyed Peas. They must have roamed. Oh all yeah, yeah, for sure. They were huge artists back then. Mm-hmm. Those could be next. All right, all right, all right. Okay, all right. okay I'll get oh, my okay. stuff together. Oh, okay. get some get Christmas music. Together. Yeah, I'll hit we'll this do one some more. stuff. <laughs> Christmas! Perfect time to end because it looks like we ran out of celebrities. (laughs) (laughs) This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, As our Christmas tree looks at us from outside of the studio this morning because I had a massive allergy attack to it. Mars Mm -hmm. demanded it be removed. Haley removed it from the the, uh, studio. Out of my sight. Record time. With all the grace of the Grinch. You didn't even knock off a decoration. No. I thought the top was coming off though. No. Yeah, I put a, a video of Haley ripping the tree out of the studio on our uh, Insta story if you want to see that. It was yes. still plugged in. She ripped it out of the <laughs> Get it out of here. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Mars thought two of the ornaments were making eye contact with her. <laughs> Get him! That tree thinks better than me! <laughs> everyone on Now TV is talking about the tree. I'm like, oh no! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not crash, today! Crash yeah. commented yeah. how pretty it was. <laughs> yeah. The tree gots to go. God! <laughs> and fast. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So in uh, lieu of our Christmas tree looking at us from the window outside of the studio and in lieu of the holiday season, uh, it's now time for I Watch Bad Christmas Movies So You Don't Have To. <laughs> I like it. I'm excited. Yeah. This is a little recap. Have you seen this one, Haley? No, I haven't. All right. I'm ready to see it, though, right now. Okay. Sometimes uh, people listen to it and be like, oh, my God, it can't be that bad <laughs> and watch it for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you know what? And you should. You should watch it for yourself. Mm. But today, uh, we're going to talk about the uh, Christmas classic starring Freddie Prince Jr., Christmas with You. It's nice that he's back. Yeah, I missed him. Also, like Crash pointed out earlier, for some reason throughout this entire movie, um, it looks like Freddie Prince Jr. either vomited really hard. I think he went on a bender. Or had like some sort of like crazy sneeze because you know when you break a blood vessel in your eye? Oh. Uh-huh. His is all blown out. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah, for majority of the movie, he's just got a big like blo- blood spot in his yeah. eye. Yeah. Yeah, for most of the movie. Unless the filming was that grueling. I've never been on set. I don't know. I'm guessing Freddie had a tight schedule, and they could, you know, they could film for a weekend. So Freddie filmed for a weekend. Yeah. How long do you think they take to bang these things out? This well, one's a doozy. I don't know. This one does feel like it might have been a Sunday afternoon. Is this a Hallmark job, or is this like a legit movie? I think this is it's a, a Netflix one. I think it's Netflix. Oh, it's one of the Netflix ones. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the Netflix ones. So mm-hmm. here we go. Um, a Christmas with you. Bad Christmas movies <laughs> that I'll watch so you don't have to. Sure, yeah. The movie stars uh, starts up with... Um, being introduced to our pop singer Angelina. Okay. And oh. Angelina, like, she's good. Like, she's a good pop singer. She's a great singer. Mm-hmm. However, she is plagued with one thing, you guys. What? And what is the one thing our Los Angeles pop singer is plagued with? Age. Oh, <laughs> yuck. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> she's getting old because she's all of about 32 years old. Oh, God, washed up. So yeah. she's in Los Angeles. Christmas is coming. Her manager's like, you know what? You're old and gross and ugly now, Angelina. Mm -hmm. So the only way that we're going to keep you is if you write a top 
Christmas song. Oh. He's like, think Mariah Carey. Right. Yeah. Think Michael Bublé. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You need the top the top hits. You need the top hit. And if we you don't write us a Christmas song, we're going to drop your old ass. <gasps> Fair. Mm-hmm. So she's like, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the movie cuts to Freddie Prince Jr. <gasps> he lives a modest life, middle class. He's at home. He lives with his mom. Of course. (laughs) Grandma's watching a telenovela, and it's so loud. Freddie Prince is like, please, turn it off. Yeah. Then his daughter upstairs turns up her stereo. What is she blaring? Angelina. (gasps) Uh Uh-huh. What's that? He has a daughter? He has a daughter. Her name's Christina. And guess what's coming up for Christina? Her quinceanera. Oh! Oh. It's exciting. Becoming a woman? It's exciting. She's becoming a woman. She's turning 15. That's nice. That's very excited. So there's some hullabaloo in Freddie Prince Jr.'s house because mom can't hear the TV. Her daughter's being a teen, wants to blare music. All Freddie Prince Jr. wants is a little goddamn peace. Sure. Mm -hmm. Everybody shut up. Yeah. Cut back to Angelina. She's trying to write a song at the piano. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. She's like, oh, it's already been done. She's too old and dumb. (laughs) So she's like, you know what's good? It's It's not working anymore. It's not working her brain. She's like 31. She can't. Gross. So she's like, you know who's going to give me inspiration? My dead mother. Mm. So she grabs a picture of her dead mom. Who loved Christmas? Who loved Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, not enough with my mom. What's on Instagram? So she opens up Instagram. Uh Uh-huh. She's looking through Instagram, and all of a sudden, there's a 15, no, 14-year-old girl, about to be 15, singing one of Angelina's song. And guess who that teenager is? I don't know. Freddie Prince oh, Jr.'s yeah, daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So our, our heroine was inspired by seeing herself. Yes. <laughs> she was inspired by herself. And to make the surprise even more of a surprise, uh-huh. her mom's dead, too. Oh. You gotta have death, buddy. Yes. It helps. So much in common. <laughs> we all grieve in our own way. Yeah, yeah. So feeling inspired, Angelina goes to bed and wakes up the next morning, and now she's in the studio. And she's getting ready. She's sitting down at the piano. She's got her pen, her paper. She's trying to write this Christmas song. When all of a sudden, in walks this buffoon named Ricardo. Oh, mm. don't get Hate me him already. Mm. Who is Gross. Ricardo? Uh-huh. Well, Ricardo is Angelina's boyfriend, but only on Instagram. She actually hates his face and thinks he's the most annoying person in the world. Mm-hmm. And he's like, babe, we we gotta take some photos because this is our brand. We gotta get our numbers oh, up. Things are slipping. That's all he cares about. Right? I know. Numbers. She's like, all numbers. Fine, Ricardo. So they stop and they do a couple of shots together, and then she's like, "Get out! Mm-hmm. I can't write this Christmas song." But you know what I do have to do? I gotta go to a photo shoot. Yeah. So Angelina runs off to a photo shoot, and that's where one of the rec- rep, uh, record label guys is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Angelina, where's my Christmas song? She's like, I don't know. Between like my dumbass old brain, Ricardo, and like Christmas, I can't do it. She's like, so I'm just going to do this photo shoot and uh, go home. Yeah. Yeah. And the record label guy, he's like, oh, yeah? See this girly over here? And she comes over and she's like, hi. And he's like, her name is Cherry. Oh, God. She's 15 years younger than you. She's the next big thing. And she's a better singer. And Angelina's like, um, what are you saying? And he's like, pack up your stuff, get off the set, mm-hmm. Cherry's doing the photo shoot. Oh. So Angelina runs away. She runs home. Of course. It's like, it's like radio. 
<laughs> this hit home, by the way. Yeah, I, I see why. So yeah. It's really like, my God. Get this it's old really thing good. out and this new young broad in. <laughs> I go to a radio photo shoot, they're like, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. They right. still hack like it's like 30 years ago. <laughs> so she gets to her big apartment in Los Angeles. She's crying. Her manager comes with her and she's like, Angelina, just write the Christmas song and your career will be saved. Yes. And oh, Angelina's right. like, no, I have to do something more. I have to do something for my fans. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? Then she opens up Instagram and she sees the video of Freddie Prince's junior daughter singing her song. Right. And she's like, I'm going to find this girl. And I'm going to go make her Christmas dreams come true. And we're going to document it all on social media. Oh, yeah. Go viral, baby. So she gets on an airplane. Feels a little self-serving. It is. Mm. She gets on an airplane, lands in whatever city they never say Freddie Prince Jr. lives in. Uh And they go to this girl, Christina, her high school. Oh. As Angelina starts walking down the hall, all the teens take out their phones. They're taking photos. They're all excited. There's an old woman here. (laughs) Oh, gross. Guess. (laughs) How'd they let her in? Uh Guess who comes out of the music room? <gasps> Freddie Prince Jr. What's he doing at the school? He's the music teacher. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He twist. Comes- Plot twist, Amy. Yes. <laughs> All of a sudden, Christina, you hear over the intercom, gets called to the office. So she leaves class go. And who's in the office there waiting for her? Angelina. They cry, they hug, they take some photos, and Angelina's like, cool, did everybody get that on camera? Of course. I gotta go. Uh-huh. But lo and behold, they can't leave. Snowstorm. Snowstorm. <laughs> They're snowed in. Yeah. So happens. where do they go instead? Freddie Prince Jr.'s house. Nice. Mm. Off they go. Going back to his. No hotels in this town? They're no. full, I guess. They go right to Freddie No Prince room Jr. at the inn? No room ah. at the inn, buddy. Reminds me of someone else. I know, right? <laughs> Indeed. So when they get there, she sees Freddie Prince Jr. has a piano. And she walks over and she's like, what's all this music? What's all this? And he's like, I'm writing a song. She's oh. like, let me sing it. So she sits down and it's not finished. And Angelina's like, I love this. Do you want to write a Christmas song with me? Oh, oh my <laughs> Sounds God. Sounds like he wrote a Christmas song. He did. She sort of, she actually did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's songwriter credit. Yeah. 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 And Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> uh. Freddie Prince Jr. is like, do I? Mm. So Freddie Prince Jr. and his daughter go upstairs for some reason, and Angelina and her manager decide to get drunk with the grandma. Yeah. They tie one on, because she's got her song now. Mm-hmm. Cut to the next morning. That's right. Angelina comes down the stairs, still in her clothes, mascara running down her face. She's hungover AF. She had a time. She had a time. (laughs) Now, Angelina, because the snowstorm is over, can now either go home or stay. And guess what? She's staying. She's staying. Angelina decides to go to a quinceanera rehearsal so she can write the music with Freddie Prince Jr. And Freddie Prince is like, you know what, Angelina? I love your old stuff. Your new music sucks hard. Oh. And she's like, yeah, that sounds about right. He's a straight shooter, always mm-hmm. has been. Yeah. And she says, you know what, Freddie Prince Jr., let me show you something, and decides to teach the teens to dance for the quinceanera. Oh. Fires up her own music and starts dancing like a sexy mama. Oh. <laughs> it's not something you would think a 15-year-old would be dancing to. <laughs> Oh no <laughs> They get served Freddie Prince says Stop right now Stop you're not doing this right. That's kids a are little minors. girl yeah. And Angelina's like I apologize I'll be more modest And teaches a much more Modest dance It's a oh. nice little dance scene mm-hmm. Okay Yeah Cut to her working on the song with Freddie Prince Jr. And you can see that Angelina is now starting to become more le- more like us. She's dressing a little more casually. Freddie decides to take her to a romantic tree farm in order to be inspired because they can't quite finish the song. It's almost done. Huh? Yeah. Need some pines. Inspiration. <laughs> they figure out the rest of the song at the tree farm and then they go home and they fall asleep. 
They wake up when lo and behold, who shows up at the house? Santa. Ricardo. Oh. <laughs> Ricardo. Santa would have been a nice option. <laughs> Ricardo shows up and he we're found her. and he's like, Where have you been? Yeah. She's like, Are you he's like, Are you like hanging out with Freddie Prince? Are you coming with me? And Angelina's like, Um, I guess I'm going with you, Ricardo. Bye, Freddie Prince. Oh. And she leaves. Angelina. Really? Yeah. Freddie, um I mean, Freddie is sad. Of course. Angelina and Ricardo argue about Freddie Prince Jr. And then Ricardo's like, you know what? Bye, bitch. I'm out. So off he goes. Mm. Angelina's limo shows up in front of, in front of Freddie Prince Jr.'s house because he's sad. Yeah. And the limo driver says, I'm here to take you and Christina, your daughter, to a ball. He's like, I have to get ready. And they're like, no, we have clothing for you. So off they go to New York City. <sighs> Via fun. limo? Via limo. Angelina is getting ready for a concert when once again she's reminded that she's too old and yes. she better have a Christmas song ready to go. Yeah. So guess what happens? At hey, the end of the concert, she performs at the gala and saves the best for last. Mm-hmm. Calls Freddie on stage. He's like, no way. The crowd is like, no, no, no. You got to go up. Do it, buddy. She's like, I have to have this Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga moment with you. Let's sing. Uh-huh. So they do. Mm-hmm. Freddie can't believe it. The crowd goes wild. Angelina's career is saved. Phew. It is saved. Immediately. Everyone's like, oh my God, amazing song. They Delicious love it. Hit. That's right. Yeah. Angelina tries to reconnect with Freddie after their amazing performance, but she gets whisked away. So Freddie goes outside and he's waiting for her. Oh. Angelina finds him and she's like, guess what I've just been told. And Freddie Prince Jr. is like, what? And she's like, they want me on SNL. <laughs> What a performance. (laughs) And he's like, that's incredible. And she's like, and they want you there as my pianist. Oh, my God. Lauren himself reached out? That's right. Mm -hmm. And Freddie Prince Jr. goes, pardon me, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Literally. (laughs) He says, I have my daughter's quinceanera on Saturday. Was this song only about you? Mm -hmm. Tangelina says, it was only about me. Of course, Saturday Night Live is on Saturday. It That's right. has to be, yeah. So Freddie looks at Angelina and he says, you know what? Your life sucks and you're rude. So which is it? Your pop star life or me? And Angelina is like, um, pop star life. Bye. Oh my God. And off she goes. Oh. Freddie gets sad, goes oh. back to his mom's house. Mm. Then it shows Angelina sad on her way to SNL. The quinceanera starts up. Yeah. Freddie's sad. Mom's sad. Everybody's sad. Really Everybody's put like, on a brave face for his daughter. Huh? <laughs> the biggest day of her life. <laughs> sad Freddie. Her mom's dead. She's not even there. That's right. Dad's there pouting. Quinceanera's going on. Dad's sad. His pop star love left. Uh-huh. Yeah. All of a sudden, the lights go dim. Uh-oh. Power outage? <gasps> Another snowstorm? The music starts to pound. Freddie can't pay the bills. <laughs> a girl who is scantily clad comes dancing in. Who Wait, is it? I know someone from earlier who was dancing sexily. Who? Angelina! It's Angelina! Yeah! And Freddie's like, well, 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 couldn't stay away from this, could you? And she's like, no, but I'm only here for Christmas. And then he's like, and after Angelina? Mm-hmm. And she says, we'll see. Oh. End. End of the movie? <laughs> What? What did Lauren and the boys do at SNL without a musical guest? I don't know. I don't know. She didn't care, I guess, at that point. She didn't care. Love took over. So they're spending Christmas together. It's a Christmas miracle. That you don't have to watch. That you don't have to watch. (laughs) Because it was so bad. Between a pop star and Freddie Prince Jr. Mm. Wow. Was our our 15-year-old, was she happy that that her quinceanera was crashed? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And didn't they bust into the sexy dancing? They did at the end, yeah. Yeah. The music kicked in and the girl's like, oh my God. And then, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> there's some twerking. Love it. 
That's when I walked by. I'm like, what are you watching? <laughs> and I was taking I, notes I too. I came by periodically. Pull up and I'm a like, chair. I don't think it could get any worse. Pull up a chair. <laughs> what is this? I will say I did make I a note. Gingy. My favorite line of the movie is when she's at the quinceanera. She looks at Freddie Prince Jr. And she's like, oh man, I'm, I wish that I had a life like your daughter. Yeah. I was a pop star from a teenager. So I missed out on having my quinceanera. <gasps> and he's like, oh, what were you doing? And she was like, I was on tour with J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar situations. <laughs> so there you go. Merry Christmas, everyone. Great yeah, job, Merry buddy. Christmas. That's great. Yeah. I watched it via my ears. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Merry well, Christmas. And what was the name of it again? Christmas with you. Christmas with you. Is that what the song was end up being called? Is that why it was called Christmas? Yes. With you? Oh. Yeah. Makes sense. Christmas. Christmas with you. Yeah. There you yeah. go. So. <sighs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Uh, Michelle says that was a terrible recap. Wow. You missed the cute, cheesy, funny moments. It's actually a cute, cheesy movie. She's mad. Did Mars oh. did Mars sound like she was gonna highlight that? <laughs> did she give any indication that she was gonna highlight cutesy awesome moments? <laughs> Some people don't get it. It's okay. okay. It's fine. That's it's fine. Fun. It's That's okay. Fun. It's like Haley thinking that Lil John was here. It's <laughs> okay. Cool. It's been... okay. We're so cute though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, it's all right. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll leave you guys on that. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Want to join the show live? Live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.